What is up, YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK live on Texas Sports Unfiltered. It is Thursday, August 17th, 2023. We are locked and loaded with a jam-packed show. Bucky, good morning. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing fabulous, BK. It is a fabulous, fabulous day here in the capital city. and Well, out outside the capital city and, of course, the little hamlet of Tripping Springs, Texas, where I preside, and it is very nice day, nice and warm. Could be a cold front coming in in a matter of days, weeks, and months. So be ready, stay tuned for that. Cold front, huh? Yeah. You're putting in the call. Is the farmer's almanac telling you that it's coming? It's coming. I can feel it. My bones can feel it. I'm not quite as lubricated as I used to be in my in my <laughs> knees and my back. Starting to stiff up a little bit as if a cold front is coming in. But good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cabasas, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for what you do. It is appreciated. We can't wait to get to Fort Cabasas to see you all. Thank you very, very much. Your bones are all fake, so you can't trust them. Everything's been replaced, so there's no way that stuff works anymore. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's kind of fossil fossilized right now. You're absolutely right. They are not bones anymore. I'm just an old fossil just with skin on the top. That's about it. Mm, it is a buck on, buck off Thursday. So get your buck ons and buck offs ready. Our guy CB already in the chat room this morning. Buck on to y'all for doing Texas Sports Unfiltered. Appreciate that, CB. Thank you, CB. We appreciate it. And we've got some big news that we will announce during this show at 930, a little bit later in the morning, lineup edition. Coming to Texas Sweet. Sports Unfiltered. We'll tell you who it is. We'll also have both of the new hosts of the newest TSU show join us at 9.30. So be on the lookout for that. Keep it tuned in. Spread the word. Hopefully you're listening from 8 to 10. But definitely make sure you're by your phone, by your computer, wherever at 9.30. A couple of other reminders. The Texas Sports Unfiltered app is available now wherever you get your apps. The iPhone app store. The Google Play Store for Android, it is there completely free. So if you want to listen to us on the go, you can do that via the app. And we're going to have some fun on this channel today and every day moving forward. Super excited for this big announcement coming up at 930. How about this, Buck? Before we uh, dive into some sports stories, we've got a congrats to give to our buddy Quan Cosby. Yes. He was uh, one of the members immortalized in the Texas Athletics Hall of Honor. The university announced their class of 2023 a couple of days ago. The 69th, very nice, Texas Athletics Men's Hall of Honor class was announced. And Quan Cosby, one of the six men who is a part of this year's class. So congrats are in order to our good buddy Quan, who hopefully we're going to have on this channel next week. But a very, very cool accomplishment for him. It is. And, and to all the members that have just become part of the Hall of Honor, congratulations to all of them. But for Quan, who is a friend of ours, yeah, really, really good stuff. Little small town, you know, now is a Hall of Honor. And maybe he won't have to go to the porta potty when he goes by the University of Texas. <laughs> maybe, maybe they won't send him to the porta potty when he has to use the bathroom when he comes to the facility. Yeah. Unlike himself, who's in the Bethlehem Catholic Hall of Honor, the Wall of Honor. Yeah, a slightly bigger deal to be in the University of Texas Hall Come of on, Honor. Come on, man. In the Bethlehem Catholic High School Hall of Honor. Porta potty of honor. 
Oh, man. Yeah, no, Quan gets to use the executive bathroom. He gets to use any bathroom on campus that he wants. You you get resorted to the outdoor porta pot bathroom. They don't even let you into your old high school. That's how they feel about you. Security is steep in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm sure it is. That one uh, Hispanic dude working the John Deere outside. I guess we're calling him security. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so Quan on that list, Jordan Spieth also on that list, Jonathan Scott, David Denny, Chris Kirkner, and James Means, uh, your men's class, and also five women elected to the 24th Women's Hall of Honor class, the class of 2023. So congratulations to all of those lifetime Longhorns. Tremendous, tremendous accomplishment. Incredibly well-deserved. And uh, once again, we hope to speak with our good buddy Quan Cosby on this show at some time next week week to congratulate him and also to talk about some longhorn football as we're just over two weeks away from kickoff buck it is right around the corner it's exciting it's exciting times in college football i mean with the transfer portal nil this season coming up there's a little bit of everything that's going to go on in college football you know realignment you know teams getting ready to head to the sec teams leaving the you know teams wanting to leave the acc florida state but you're not going anywhere anytime soon, so you can forget about that. But there are other teams, like like where you, where you were located before, as you are starting to make your move back to Austin, but University of Houston coming into the Big 12, which is going to make this not only – it's not only going to help Houston as a, a power when it comes to football, bring them back into some kind of national prominence, I believe, but it's going to make that basketball team that's been right at the forefront over the last three or four years right in the thick of things in the best basketball conference in the country, as a matter of fact. Oh. Now they've tried BK. It sounds like they've tried to get, you know, they wanted, they've talked to Gonzaga and they've talked to you, UConn. It doesn't look like it's going to happen with, uh, with the commissioner of the big 12. It, it looks like they've had talks and that thing is just going to go by the wayside for right now. Yep. I think that's the case, right? The big 12, somebody in the big 12 office basically came out and said that the conference no longer has interest in adding Gonzaga and UConn as basketball only members. Uh, they feel like the additions they made from the Pac-12 are more than enough sure. to uh, to keep the conference afloat in every sport. And I think they're right. You know, the Big 12 is not going to be the best conference in college sports by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, they've made enough moves over the last couple of years to where they have positioned themselves to be in a good spot. Despite Texas and Oklahoma leaving, they still feel like they have some lasting power. Now, with realignment seemingly changing by the day, you never know. Obviously, all of this is subject to change, but uh, yeah, now the Big 12 is, is in a good spot. So realignment's obviously a big, big topic of conversation. You'd like to think once the season actually gets here, you know, that stuff's going to go by the wayside a little bit. Obviously, on every TV broadcast, the announcers are going to be talking about the changes coming to college sports. But hopefully when the season actually gets here, there is no more news in regards to teams switching conferences. So we can actually just focus on the ball. Yeah, I think we will. I think that's what you're going to get once once the season kicks off uh, at the end of this month, because it does kick off at the end of this month. I mean, we get ready to start here. Uh, I I think that'll start to now behind closed doors. They're going to continue to talk about what will happen, you know, towards the end of this, the football season into the playoffs and then the beginning of the new year, 2024. But there's no more movement. I don't think within within conferences now it's not going to be a yay or nay. I think they're going to focus in on the season, which is football, which most of these teams are playing. They're, they're, they're football schools. They're not just basketball powerhouses, some of them. They're going to be football schools, and they've got to get their football. They've got to get their season ticket stuff. they got to get everything in alignment for the football season. 
because that's who really pays the bills. Absolutely. Absolutely. And before we started this morning, you said you wanted to talk about some of the quarterbacks across the country. A lot of big name quarterbacks. Now, a lot of really, really talented guys have departed. You think of Bryce Young, the Heisman winner from two years ago, the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. Uh, C.J. Stroud at Ohio State. Like those guys have been household names in college football over the last couple of years. But hey, still a ton of returning talent at the most important position in sports. Uh, how do you think Quinn Ewer stacks up amongst the best quarterbacks in college football? And which of these guys around the country have your attention going into the season? Well, there's no doubt that Caleb Williams has everybody's attention because he's the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. And I expect that uh, if things go the right way and they play a little bit better defense at USC, he will be back-to-back Heisman champion. He's just that good. I mean, he's, he's an amazing football player, an amazing quarterback. But when it, when it comes to the guys after him, it's probably 11 or 12 guys that are in a pile that you just don't know. You don't know what Michael Penix is going to do at Washington. He returns a, a lot of his wide receivers. Uh, I'm even throwing – I mean, Drake Mays, there's no doubt about North Carolina's quarterback. Cade Klubnick, I think, can throw himself into the Heisman race. If Clemson, you know, now that Lincoln – is it Lincoln Riley's little brother that's there? Yep. Yeah, I mean, if, if he can change what they've been doing and, and get back to throwing the ball all over the park – I think I think that will Kate Klubnick can be a part of this talk about a Heisman a Heisman race or one of the top five quarterbacks in college football this season. But there are others. LSU has a nice nice quarterback. Uh, Miami's got uh, I think was it Tyler. I, I don't know if I don't know if Tyler's back again next year. But we know JJ McCarthy's back. Bo Nix in his eighth year at Oregon. You know he's been around. He's been from Auburn. Yep. Now, and now he's back in Oregon for his second stand at Oregon, at Oregon. Sam Hartman, no doubt about Sam Hartman. Jordan Travis at FSU. And the Daniels, you know, Jalen Daniels and Jaden Daniels. You know, the kid from Kansas had a fabulous year last oh. year. And he really makes all the difference in the world. They had two quarterbacks there. But when he was playing, that's a different kind of football team at Kansas. You know, yeah. and you know that. You're a Kansas fan. I mean, oh, man, the guy's electric. I mean, he, he really is. When's the last time a Kansas quarterback has been named Big 12 preseason player of the year? Never. Like, that's what we're talking about. I don't know if it's ever happened before. Uh, honestly, I don't know the last time a Kansas football player has been named that type of honor. So, yeah. And he's plus Quinn Ewers. There is a Quinn Ewers here at the University of Texas. So, uh, I've I've got to put him in there. But I know they'll, there'll be those that are big Longhorns fans that they think Probably Quinn yours is top five. I don't know if he is. Mm. When you top name five somebody. in the country? Yeah, in the country. Yeah, I, I mean, can't put him there right now. I think potential is absolutely there for Quinn yours to be a top five quarterback in the country, right? Like there aren't five other quarterbacks that are potentially projected to be first round picks in next April's NFL draft. So Quinn yours with the hype surrounding him coming out of high school, sure. with the arm talent that we saw in flashes last year. Now, if he lives up to his billing, then, yeah, he absolutely can be a top-five quarterback in the country. But with what we saw from him last year compared to what we've seen from some of those other guys that you mentioned over the course of their college careers, I can't put Quinn in the top five. Right I now. mean, K.J. Jefferson at Arkansas, a big 246-pound quarterback. I mean, he's up and down, but when he's a stud, he's a real stud. When he's going both running with the football and throwing the football, but they've had those special wide receivers over the last three or four years also at Arkansas. They don't have the Birch kid and, and, and kids like that any longer. So it's going to be a lot of him. It's going to be a lot of him taking the ball and tucking it and going at almost 250 pounds. So he's one of those guys that that's can be up and down. 
But Sam Hartman at Notre Dame, you know, that guy right there is a legitimate prospect, an NFL prospect. He just has been that good at Wake Forest over the last couple of years. Forget, forget the competition. That guy is a drop-back kind of guy who can drop back, stand tall in the pocket. And he's had fabulous receivers at Wake Forest. They found ways to find guys to play that wide receiver position. And their offense, they like to throw the ball down the field. And they get the ball down the field with, with Sam Hartman. And the same for Notre Dame this year. I believe it's going to happen. Yeah, the short man. I like man. him a lot. The short man, as I like to call him. You know, Yeah, he's a really, really talented player. And he put up some big numbers at Wake Forest over the last couple of years. And it's not like it was against nobody's right like the ACC is oh, no. a solid conference he, he's not coming from a G5 school or anything like that uh he's put up good numbers against good competition but we talked about Notre Dame a little bit earlier this week they've got three preseason top 10 teams on their schedule this year so it's going to be tough sledding for the fighting Irish if Sam Hartman is as good as you think he could be and if he can turn into a first round pick then yeah he's going to be able to prove it a couple of different times over the course of this season so I do like him too. And, and back to Kate Klubnick, the Westlake cat. I think he's a stud, man. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, look, I'm looking at Phil Steele's, you know, college football preview magazine, and he ranks every position unit across the country. And I'm looking at quarterbacks right now. He is Clemson as the 28th best QB unit in college football. Now, I'll be honest. I don't know the backup situation at Clemson. I know they lost DJ Uyunglele. He's at Oregon State. So right. the depth that they had a season ago isn't quite there. Klubnik was better than that guy as a true freshman last year anyway. Yes, he I was. Think, I don't think Clemson's hurting too much about that departure. But I think Klubnik's way better than the 28th best quarterback in the country, dude. Like, that guy, to me, has top 10 QB potential this year. I There's, freaking there, love his game. There is no doubt about it. I put him right in there with uh, with, with the kid at Florida State and Michael Penix Jr. I mean, I put him in, in that kind of category, which puts him in the top 10, because I think Michael Penix is the guy who's going to, move up the board. That big lefty is going to move up the board this year. I think right now he's probably seventh or eighth best quarterback, but I think he'll be in the top five before the year is out at Washington because they return an awful lot of guys at wide receiver. So look out for that team. And, you know, we saw them in the Alamo bowl and that guy can fling it. I mean, he's got a smooth release. He understands, I mean, year number four or five in that offense, you know, I mean, even when he was at, what was he at? Indiana. He yep. had a great year in Indiana before he hurt his knee. So I, I expect him to really be on top of his game. Drake May, I, I, he's just got all the skill. That guy can just throw it. He's a, he's a skilled quarterback at North Carolina under Mac Brown, and I think he's going to be right there in the top. But I'm looking at two guys in the ACC as top quarterbacks. And if, if the other guy would have stayed, if Sam Hartman, there would be the three of the top quarterbacks in the country in the ACC if, if Hartman didn't take off and go to Notre Dame, that which would have been incredible. Yep. I think they had a, a quarterback, a young quarterback at North Carolina State leave and go somewhere else. Uh, I think it was a junior, and they ended up playing a senior this year at NC State. They couldn't quite get it done. So, And as I said, K.J. Jefferson, SEC, Bo Nix, J.J. McCarthy. There's some pretty fine quarterbacks this year coming out. Quinn Ewers, where he fits in, that's, as you said, what are we going to get? Yeah. But I know one thing, if we get if we get the good Quinn Ewers, I tell you what can happen. This kid can start to rise in there and be in that top five. Yeah. But I don't know if he's in the top ten right now. Well, the Heisman odds seem to think he is, right? Vegas seems to think Quinn Ewers has that potential this year because I just pulled up the Heisman odds right now for the 2023 season. Caleb Williams, no surprise, the favorite. 
even though there's only been one player in the history of college football win multiple Heisman trophies with what Caleb Williams did last year. The fact that he's in that Lincoln Riley system again, USC has a ton of talent on offense. Yeah, makes sense that he is uh, at the top of the list. Jaden Daniels, the LSU quarterback, number two. Yes. Quinn Ewers, number three. That's right. He's got the third best Vegas odds to win the Heisman Trophy this year, Buck. So I don't think he's top 10 right now, but clearly Vegas. And look, I get it. He plays at Texas. He's a big name. Everybody knew him coming out of high school. So that's always going to add a little bit more hype and buzz around a young man. But Quinn Ewers has the third best odds to win the Heisman Trophy this season. How about that? Well, once again, if, I, if, if I'm doing the same kind of talking I did yesterday on this very show, when I thought that the University of Texas will lose one game, well, yeah, he will be. In, it, the buzz will not only be there, they will be winning football games, and he will have numbers in order to get them there. So I don't know why I don't think of that part of it. If I'm thinking that they will lose one game, Quinn Ewers is going to be one of the big factors why they only lose one game. Yeah. If Texas only loses one game, Quinn Ewers is very much in the Heisman Trophy conversation. Like, I'm not going to sit here and guarantee that he wins it, but if Texas loses one game, that means they're going to make the playoff. And, yeah, Ewers would be the biggest reason why they're in the playoff, and he will absolutely be in the mix. He'll probably be in New York as a finalist if Texas has just one loss this season. And it's funny. That would be absolutely great. Them winning a Big 12 championship, Quinn Ewers in New York, and then they're heading to the SEC. Dude. And headed to the playoff this year. You kidding and headed me? Headed to the playoff. I keep you keep saying that. I keep worrying about that one. Oh, uh, you're that's predicting not, it. That's, I, that's I, knocking you, out my one. That's knocking out my. <laughs> they can't lose. You can't lose to Texas Tech. Can't lose to TCU. It can't happen. K State can't get you. The best coach in the Big Twelve can't get you. Well, it can't happen. One of those teams can get you. It doesn't matter who you lose to. You can lose to Kansas. You can lose to Houston. You can lose to BYU again. As you long can't as you lose to Texas Tech late in the season, two games before the end. Nope, you can lose to Texas if that's your only loss, Buck. I mean, look at TCU last year. They lost in the conference championship game and still made it to the playoff because that was their only loss. So you you can afford one slip-up anywhere. In this conference and with the brand that the University of Texas is, Texas will absolutely make the college football playoff if with they only loss. lose one game. Yeah, so, you know, I, I'm not with you. I'm not going that far. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid as much as you are. Uh, I think this team loses multiple games this season. Right now I'm at 9-3 and three for this Texas team. What is that? Body armor? Body armor, yes. Orange mango. Love that body armor. Good that stuff. stuff. You like it. You taste? Have you tasted it? Yeah, they used to sell it at my high school back in the day. What? No one was drinking that shit. What, orange slices and... Body armor? What the hell is that? Yeah, it was like Capri Sun, something called oh my God. All Sport, and then Body Armor. That was uh, yeah. in the yeah, oh, vending machines. How about yeah. this? No surprise, Buck, but the, the best 11 odds for the Heisman Trophy this year, all quarterbacks. You got to go all the way down to number 12 to find a non-quarterback in terms of the best odds to win the most prestigious trophy. And who would that number 12 be? Would that be the running back from Michigan? It would not be. Good guess. Think of Michigan's biggest rival. Ohio State's wide receiver. Yep, Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. Best odds for any non-QB to win the Heisman this year. But he's still First number all, 12. they got to find a quarterback. Yep, that kid really Kyle, Kyle McCord is expected to be their starter, and he's right behind Marvin Harrison Jr. in terms of Heisman odds. So, yeah, wow. even though we've never really seen him play because he's the QB at Ohio State, uh, it feels like there's reason to believe that that guy's got a chance to do something special this year. 
Yeah, I'm, I'll take my chances with one of the freshman running backs at Penn State before I take Marvin Harrison Jr. because of the quarterback's, you know, situation at Ohio State. I'm going to take one of the Nittany Lion sophomore running backs that both running backs broke the freshman rushing record at Penn State. That's right. Another Penn State running back will jump right into the Heisman race if that were to happen. A sophomore you and your Penn State love. Is James Franklin sending you checks for all the talk you do about them every year? Not a James Franklin fan. No, uh-huh. he is not. No. I mean, look, I guess this might sound like Texas a little bit, but every year we're hyping up Penn State and we're like, oh, this is the year they can be better than Ohio State and Michigan. And every year they come up they short get slapped. And on their face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they get slapped by Michigan and Ohio State. Not this year. Uh, not this whatever. year. Their great quarterback is gone. You know, he's playing quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, probably going to start. So what are you going to do? You got, a, you got a young sophomore that's pretty good there. And you like the quarterback at Penn State, by the way. Yeah, Drew Aller. I do. Oh, yeah. He's an upgrade over uh, Clifford, the big red quarterback. What? They've had over the last few years. That guy stinks, man. That he was like 32. NFL quarterback. Oh, my God. He's on, he's on a preseason roster. He's not an NFL quarterback. Give me a break. That guy's not making the team. He's Look out there, Jordan Love. The oh, Love no. boat. Yeah, if, if Jordan Love is that bad where he gets benched <laughs> for Sean Clifford. Then, then, the then guess what? The Cowboys have a chance then. Yeah, yeah. Case. Oh, my God. What a mess. Hey, some buck-ons. Buck-on to the TSU app. Yes, check it out. The free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. I know we've got a few people, more than a few people, listening to the show on that this morning. You can catch every live show right there on that free app. It's available in the App Store and in Google Play as well. CB asked if you were in the Boston College Hall of Fame, Buck. I am not. No, I am not. I'm in my high school hall of wall of honor. We have a wall of honor. We don't call it a hall of fame. It's a wall with these particular little plaques on it. And I am on. I am one of those members because I was – uh, I think I was. The, I am the first member of the Big 33, the best 33 players in the state of Pennsylvania, in 1973. That's right. Yeah, you got kicked off that list in 1974. Come on, man! <laughs> they took me off the wall and said they let me stay for a year, and then they took the plaque now. Yeah, they That's just right. needed a few more people to apply, and then uh, that was it. You got the boot very quickly. Some really nice players that came out of my high school. Really, I'm a guy named John Spagnola that played tight end for uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Michael Gooman, who went to Penn State, played in the national championship game, I think against Georgia and Herschel Walker back in the day. So there have been some pretty good players that came out of Bethlehem County. But that basically is a wrestling, grappling, let's get up into a sweaty room and grab other men and wrestle around with them. That's what kind of school that is. It's a wrestling that's, school. That's what uh, you and um, Jeff George used to do back in the day, right? <laughs> we, played little, we played Nerf basketball on our knees dunking on each other God, <laughs> you with another man on your knees come on man you're the one who said it you're just the one who it's, it's just a game oh you couldn't stand up to play basketball not in the basement at your house no God. get on your knees i was good i was a good little little nerf basketball hoopster I don't have any more follow-up questions. I wanna, uh, <laughs> no cross-examination? Oh, God. How about this from Brooks? My cousin won some money on Australian table tennis last night. It's a good morning for that. That's scary. 
You ever bet on that? No, not a chance. Mm, I've done it before. It's like doing the bean bag deal. Oh, the bag toss? Oh, bag you, toss, nut throw, show, or whatever the hell it is. They show that stuff on TV, and I can't. I, now they're showing it. Out. Yes, they're showing that, that they have it as a sport now. Uh huh. It's not, it's an activity. It's an activity. That's all it is. It's an activity, yes. And don't call it cornhole, please. That's got a different meaning where I'm from. (laughs) The other side of the tracks of far north Dallas, okay? Cornhole means something different (laughs) in my hood. Mike says, BK, always looking like he just climbed out of the sack. That's because that is just climbed out of the sack, yeah. Absolutely. And one more comment before we uh, talk about a couple of sponsors here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Let us know how to continue to support the shows. Hey, like the videos, subscribe to the channel, and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, anybody who may be listening to anybody else, now let them know they need to be right here on Texas Sports. Where you can hear it loud and clear. Yeah, no signal issues with what we've no. got going on. So no. that's how you can support us the best. Support our sponsors as well. That's another great way to support this channel make sure you uh, give some love to all of the people who are giving us some love especially early on but yeah just uh let's continue to grow this thing we're right about at four thousand subscribers we've talked about it we're going to have a massive giveaway when we get to five thousand subscribers and obviously the quicker we get there the quicker y'all will have the chance to win some really really cool prizes so uh yeah just keep spreading the word and uh, support our sponsors those are the best ways and you will see that sponsor banner just light up as of next week because there are a number of others that have just decided that they would join yes we're super excited about that and uh speaking of sponsors buck before we shift gears and talk about coach prime because Dion sanders yes. is in the news for uh some of what he's doing hell that guy's been in the news a bunch over the last few months but he's ruffled some feathers again i want to ask you to tell the great people who are listening about the greatness of audio visual consultations audiovisual consultations is one of the largest dealers of most television and audio brands and they've got the hottest items in stock. That's right. Tom McKay and his group have everything that you need in stock. The mounts, the LG TVs, the Sonos equipment, and you don't have to wait around for weeks on end before you get your stuff brought to you. Plus, you don't have to go to the big box stores. Tom McKay and his group, as I said, will bring it right to you because it is in stock. Uh, Tom has stocked the hardest and uh, to find TVs and Sonos audio equipment, and they're not raising prices. A lot of people are jacking up those Sonos prices because they are hard to get. Not for Tom. He has them in stock once again. So he doesn't have to jack up the prices for you, the consumer. Audiovisual consultations, 512-255-8678. Or catch him online at avconsultations.com. That's our friend Tom McKay in audiovisual consultations. Yep, and Tom is listening this morning. He wanted me to throw in a Go Stars. Of course, Tom, one of the biggest hockey fans in the world, big Dallas Stars fan and big Texas Stars fan. Absolutely. Of course, they play their games out at Cedar Park. And uh, Tom McKay is a big part of that with the Texas Stars Foundation. So shout out to AV Consultations for joining us. And shout out to my friends over at the Altstadt Brewery as well. Altstadt beer is my choice of beer all throughout the year in Texas. It should be yours as well. Wherever you're tuning in, you can find Altstadt beer. If you're in H-Town, if you're in the Metroplex, if you're in San Antonio, and of course, if you're in Austin, you can find six packs of Altstadt wherever you buy your beer. They've got so many different brews, something for every beer drinker out there, including a couple of summer beers that are just perfect. The Altstadt Peach Rattler, made with juice from real Fredericksburg peaches. Super refreshing. you got to give this thing a go. And of course, the Altstadt Light, 
If you are uh, trying to stay in shape, it is beach season after all. Make sure you're drinking that old stat light. It sacrifices on the calories, but it does not sacrifice on the taste. There's something for everyone. Just check them out. It's old stat beer. No impurities, no regrets. Did you say the Spencer Rattler? Not the Spencer Rattler. No, oh, that's you, right. He's a senior now. Is he finally going to be able to graduate from somewhere? Is he in uh, South? He's in South Carolina, correct? He's still at the fake USC. And I wonder if he's on that list of of quarterbacks and the Heisman hopefuls. Remember, two years ago, he was at the top of the list. Yeah, he was the, the favorite, and then he got benched against Texas, and he that's lost right. his job to Caleb Williams. That's uh, exactly right. God, Lincoln, Riley, Lincoln Riley made the move. Cost Texas the dadgum game. Yep. Bringing in that other guy. Now that guy's won a Heisman Trophy. Now looking for two. Yep. I hated Lincoln Riley when he was in Norman, but I love Lincoln Riley for leaving. Oh, yes. For sure. Putting him in a tough spot. And, look, I don't like USC by any stretch, but we obviously don't have to play USC every year. So, pretty grateful to Lincoln Riley for bolting and taking Caleb Williams with him. That, uh, that made our life a little bit less miserable last year for sure. You know, because I was asking you about uh, before the show started, as a matter of fact, I was asking about, you know, all this realignment and the TV products and who's going where. And, you know, I had forgotten that the ACC was a part of, still a part of the ESPN broadcast. That, that you know, I know Fox has gone Big 12 and good for the Big 12 to have Fox and, you know, big Fox sports game of the week and everything else. And obviously SEC you know, has got their own rights with ESPN. But, man, I'm trying to find out CBS is – I mean, we, uh, we we do we have to count – CBS is the Big Ten, correct, this year? That is a first, so. I believe. I think that's a first. Yeah. If CBS I, comes in the Big Ten. That is, that is fantastic. And, of course, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish Network, NBC. I mean, they've got their own network still to play. But, you know, it's going to be different. They're, they're, the games will be different – the broadcast will be a little bit different, you know, especially for CBS with Big Ten. That's that's a monster deal for them. And obviously, we know how much money the Big Ten is playing for their their schools and the rights uh, for all their their sports is, is fabulous for CBS. Really is. Yeah, but I'd rather the SEC be on CBS. You know, I'm used Could to you? That. Yeah, yeah, that's what they've had for years. And, I, you know, that SEC theme song is the best college football theme song that we have. So you're not down with the ESPN? That doesn't belong. That doesn't belong in an Iowa Minnesota game that's going to finish ten to seven. Okay, <laughs> I want that for the Iron Bowl. I want that for Georgia Auburn. I want that for LSU Alabama. Like that that song and that network and those announcers belong in the SEC. Okay, well you're not getting it. No. You're getting you're getting like eighty to a hundred million dollars. With the with CBS for Ohio State, Mich- the Buckeyes, and the Wolverines, and that team that used to be good for one year called Michigan State. Remember how good they were three years ago? Yep. How fantastic they played, and they gave Mel what they give Mel tuck your shirt in all kinds of money, like the same <laughs> that they gave to Jimbo Fisher. Whatever happened to that dude in two years? They wow. were they were calling him Black Saban up there. Wow. <laughs> After that one great year they had, and they have fallen hard over the last few seasons. Yeah, yeah that happens all the time, man. Well, they're too busy fighting in the tunnel. That's what their their deal ended up being. That thing went down in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And now, as you were saying, what Coach Prime, he wants his guys in fights. Let's yep. go. So we've 
We've got uh, some video of that. There was a fight that apparently broke out at Colorado practice yesterday, and a couple of players just didn't get in the mix, right? They they stood back. They figured that was the right move. Hey, we're not going to get a part of this thing. We don't want anybody on our own team getting hurt. We're going to sit this one out. But Coach Prime apparently not having it. Check it out. He just fought. I seen two of y'all walking off over there. And you got a key teammate fighting. What they do there? Nowhere. Nowhere. Not what here. they do there? Not Nowhere. here. In one fight, we all fight. You understand that? Yes, I don't want to see y'all walking off when somebody's fight. Yes, sir. Never again. Just walk off. I was in there, man. That dude said, hey, I was in there. I was in there, man. What are you talking about? Don't point me out. Film don't, film don't lie. We'll find out. The guy who just said, hey, I was in there, man. Coach has got the film up. He said, oh, no, you were not in there, man. You were walking off. You had your helmet off, walking away. Uh, that guy covering his ass for sure. What a message. Get in there and fight. Okay, get in there and get thrown out of the game. Nice message, Dion. Yeah, by the time we get to halftime of Colorado TCU, which is the week one game. Oh, uh, the score is already 45 to three. Yeah, Colorado is going to have uh, its entire team ejected because of Coach Prime giving that message. I'm not buying that message. That's a, that's, that's okay out on the street. But when you got that organized football going on, you got a bunch of guys with striped shirts on, you go ahead and, and jump in there and throw your helmet into that fray while you're sitting and being suspended for a game or a game and a half, that doesn't work. That that won't work. Now I I don't I won't I wouldn't expect you to walk off the field or turn your back when something's going on. But I don't I don't expect you to dive into the fray because I I don't need any extras in there. Now I need you to maybe be pulling some guys out of there so that I don't get guys thrown out of the game. I have a different message for that. That's 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 his message. And Prime has a lot of different messages that are different from other coaches. And if that's his message, he's going to have a team of guys sitting on the bench and not playing in games the following week. And they, you know what? They suck already. They're already, they already stink. That team's so? already terrible. What are you going to miss about three or four guys? And you're not, no, different message. Now his message is probably a little different once he got inside and got him in, you know, the big meeting, you know, what I was doing out there was just kind of, you know, I just want you to make sure you got your guys back. Right. Guys, I can't have 15 of you diving into the pile and losing you guys for the following game or for the following quarter. I mean, you can't do that. Yeah. It's, I mean, Dion, it's organized chaos. You've played in it before. You know, I, you can't go throwing day. All your guys can't come to the rescue and throw down. Yeah. That's, that's a weird message. I get the underlying theme behind that message, sure. right? Like be there for your players, stick up for your teammates. You guys are brothers, whatever. I understand all of that. And I don't mean to poo poo any of that because I realize, you know, having that culture and building that type of chemistry is very important to the success of any sports team. But yeah, you got to be smarter than that, man. I mean, you can't have guys, if a fight breaks out during a game, you can't have guys leaving the sideline and jumping in there. Like, then all of a sudden, everybody gets ejected and your team is screwed. Like, you got to do what's best for your team. And what's best for your team is not having the star players jump in there, throw punches, and get suspended because then, yeah, your whole season goes awry. So, yeah, you got to be smarter. That, that group's whole season, their group's whole season is about three wins, tops. 
So if they all get thrown out, it'll go down to one one win. So oh. I mean, he's trying to win games, but he's trying to build a culture. But that is that's not the that's that's not the culture. If your team sucks, you can't afford to lose players right now. You can have that culture five years from now when you've won seven or eight games. But first two or three years, I don't think you want to start throwing down with every team and having your players back your other players. They can back them up. Yeah, I mean, guys get in fights and scuffles all the time, whether it's at practice or in games. But you can't lose players because you got some guy over the top, you know, diving on the top of the pile, throwing them, taking the helmet off, you know, saying, hey, listen, coach, I was trying to back my – because the same guys – that he's talking about when they go to him and say, I was just trying to back him up. He's going to have a different message when those guys can't play the following week. That that message will change. Yeah. I don't care what coach it is. You can say all that stuff in front of the cameras there and try to get a message at practice. But when it comes time to playing a game, that message is going to be different to that player. Hey, you should have had, you should have been cooler than that. You should have been calmer than that. We can't afford to lose you. We can't afford you to break your hand because you hit somebody's face, face mask because you were trying to protect somebody. It'll be a different message. Yeah, they already lost enough players to the transfer portal this offseason. They can't lose a bunch more to suspension. And, yeah, I, I don't know, man. The, the fight's on the field. It, it always blows my mind when people throw punches at other people who are wearing football helmets. Oh, yeah. What, what, what does that do? That's going to hurt you way more than it's going to hurt the other person. And then you've got Tom Herman's dumbass from a few years ago headbutting dudes who are wearing helmets before the Baylor game. Remember that deal? Oh, yeah. I, you know, I've never seen – I've been in football a long time. I've never seen a fight where the opposing guy – somebody got hurt in a fight. You know what I mean? Where somebody hit somebody hard enough that they actually got hurt, especially guys with gear on. I never saw a guy come out of there holding his ribs. Oh, I got hit in the ribs. Or, you know what, somebody just got me in the jaw. Or they hit me upside the head my head's bleeding. I've never, I've never seen that. I've been in football a long time. And I've watched fight after fight at practices and stuff. But nobody ever comes out of a fight limping. In football, everybody seems to be all right. You're not going to hurt anybody. They've got gear on, you idiot. <laughs> I mean, really. So where are you at with Colorado this year? Did I hear you right? You think they're going to win like one to three games? Yeah, between one and three. Wow. That's a, that's a college football team that has high school kids dressed in uniforms. And I know they've gotten rid of a bunch of guys and they're trying to fix all of that. But they, they look so bad in the spring. And I still expect for this group to go into con- – I expect for Caleb Williams to win the Heisman in that game alone when he throws for 26 touchdown passes and the score is 175. I mean, it's – I expect there's nobody in the Pac-12 that the way this conference is going and things that are happening, you know, if they're playing teams like Washington and USC, they're going to take full advantage of this group. And they are going to try – they're going to try to put Deion Sanders underneath the ground of his stadium there. They're, they're, they're going to try their best after all that's going on with transfer portal, all the talk, all the hype. Do you think they're going to take it easy? You think Lincoln Riley's going to stop scoring against Colorado when they play? And yeah. Kayla Williams is still in in the fourth quarter, and they're up by six touchdowns or eight touchdowns? Because that's what they're going to beat them by. Yeah, word on the street. You might not even have to wait until that USC game midway through the season. Uh, I, I've been told that Sonny Dykes just hates Deion Sanders and wants to take it out on him in that week one game. Like, and, so and, there, there might be no mercy shown against Colorado starting in week one. Well, I, I believe that score is going to be in, in the close to the fifties. 
for for Sonny Dykes group. I believe that that'll be the high 40s or 50s. And I don't know how I don't know how the Buffaloes can score more than I don't know 12, 14 points. Wow. I don't know how they're going to get to that. I don't, they're not going to get in the 20s. Yeah, Colorado's such a weird team, right? I mean, they only won one game last year. That's why they fired their coach and brought Dion in in the first place. Uh, their Vegas win total is like three and a half, so that's yeah. not very high. But, you know, people are buying into Coach Prime. Like, they're one of the most bet-on teams to win the national championship this year. Great. Insane. Yeah, you're I need just giving money. That action. I was going to say, yeah, if you want to make that bet, just call me. You know, I will take your bet. I will hold on to your money for you. I've got you. And uh, I won't be giving it back. When <laughs> that's Colorado. true. At the end of the year, you get to put that in your bank. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. So I, I'll tell you so what. I'll, I'll be I'll be locked into every Colorado game this year, man. Like they are going to be one of the more entertaining <laughs> teams in college football. Now they might be getting their ass beat by thirty or forty more often than not. But with Coach Prime on the sideline, just all of the storylines that have surrounded that program. And oh, by the way, the fact that they're moving to the Big Twelve next year on top of all of that. Colorado is uh, going to be fun to watch, and I think the TV ratings for their games are going to be pretty ridiculous this year. Well, I, I do too. I, but I, you know, once again, you you want to see kids have success and win the games. I mean, that's a program that I mean, that's one of those deals that is totally being rebuilt. I mean, we've seen teams in college football that have been just terrible for years on end, and this is this is a group right here. This is going to take some time. Because I said, I, I when I saw them, and I know a lot of them won't be there, there'll be some different players playing, but you're not gathering all these guys together in a summertime of, of summer practices and strolling into the to the regular season with the teams that you have to play that at, at the top level are pretty good with the Washingtons and the USC's of the world. You're going to get hammered. You're, you're just going to – it's it's too soon. It's too early. You have to build somewhere. It's going to be – it's. It's going to be torn down before it's built up, and I think some of the stuff that he did in the spring kind of tore down, kind of tore down that football program. They'll have to be rebuilt. I mean, people take pieces of things and rebuild the whole thing. They'll they'll take it totally apart and re- redo the whole thing. That's what I think is happening there. This is a total rebuild. I mean, from the training room to the to the color of the uniforms, he's in there to do everything to rebuild Colorado football. That takes a lot. That takes a lot of tearing down, first of all. And you got to tear down the hearts and the minds of, of kids that are going to play there and the alums around there. They're going to wish him well. They hope him well. They're going to get a lot of publicity. But that group's not going anywhere this year or next year. They're looking at the same kind of win total for the next couple of years, I believe. I'm a little higher on them than you are. But, uh, yeah, my expectations. Like, it'd be impressive if Colorado gets to a bowl game this season, honestly. That'll no, be think- a miracle. Yeah, I think they're winning more than one or two games, but uh, getting to six might be a little bit tough. And, hell, if that happens, I mean, Coach Prime, I don't know how long he's going to be at Colorado, right? Like, if he is able to do all of those things that you talked about and turn that program around and make Colorado relevant again, then he might jump ship for a bigger job. And I, I wouldn't blame him. Like, that's what that's what people do. Hell, well, Mel, if, Mel Tucker did that after one year. Well, if he if he ends up doing it at Colorado over the next three years – that he's not going, he's going to the NFL. He's going to be an NFL coach. He's going to bring, he's going to bring some of that malarkey with him to the NFL. That's going to, if he can get it done, if he can get it done in three years where he gets that group to win eight, nine, 10 games, or just say nine games. If they win, if they get, if over the next three years, that team wins nine games, he's out of there. He's going to the NFL and he will be prime time then. 
I mean, this is a Hall of Famer. This is a Hall of Famer because he's looking to move on. You know what? Just like every other coach is. I'm not blaming him. I'm not mad at him for where he left when he left Jackson State. That guy's in it. I mean, he says he's in it for the kids. Well, he stayed there for a couple of years. He stayed there for two years. It wasn't like he left Jackson State in one year. He stayed there for a couple of years. The program got a lot of publicity. A lot of good things happened with him. And then he moved on. He's no different than any other coach. That's what they do. Right. I don't think he wants to go to the NFL. I, I could see him leaving for another college job if things work out at Colorado. Uh, but I don't think he's going to go to the NFL. And I don't think his act will work in the NFL. Like, I know he's one of the best NFL players of all time. I just don't think with what we know about him as a coach, kind of what we know about him as a person, I don't mean this as a personal shot, but I just don't think that personality would work with professional athletes and grown men. You, you can get away with some of the stuff that he does in college football. Or you can, do the, you can do the Jeff Saturday thing where you're not any good. Right. You're just, yeah. you're, just, you're just there, but you're not really good. Exactly. So I think he's college. And, and the Colorado non-conference schedule is interesting, right? Obviously, they play at TCU yep. to open up the year. Then they've got Nebraska. Matt Rule back in college. That's the week two game. That's the home opener. As I like to call it the homo for Colorado. There you and go. Colorado home State. Home. In, uh, in week three. So that's the non-conference slate. So a couple of, uh, you know, big-name teams. TCU is not going to be as good as they were a season ago, but still, that game's tough. Nebraska shouldn't be as bad as they were a season ago, but we understand what uh, that team has fallen into in recent years. Matt Rule, Rule knows how to build college football. Not an NFL court, uh, coach, but he's a he knows how to organize and build, and that group has some talent. Yeah, I mean, I said this about Scott Frost, so I'm weary to say this again, but, like, Scott Frost took the job from UCF, and I was like, well, if he can't do it, nobody can. And now I feel the same way about Nebraska. Like, if Matt Rule, with what he did at Baylor, and I know his NFL tenure was a disaster. I did not see that coming, by the way. I thought he would be a pretty good NFL coach. Things fell apart very, very quickly in Carolina. Yeah, but Um, Matt Rule will be in his office doing football things. Scott Frost was at the golf course, you know, trying to tee it up, you know, all kinds of times of the day when he should have been in his office watching film. Matt Rule will work. Matt okay. Rule will work at, 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 at building Nebraska back up. I don't, I don't know if Nebraska's set for the Big Ten anytime soon, but that guy's going to work at his craft. I mean, I, I expect that guy to be in his office. I expect him to be going Dick Vermeil and sleeping on cots and things like that to build Nebraska program back up. Scott Frost was just – he just thought just because of who he was, it just was going to happen. It didn't. I mean, when you're a college coach and you're a college head coach, the people around you have to see that you're working at your job. You don't get a chance to you don't get a chance to do the Bucky thing where you go play golf once a week or twice a week. That doesn't work. It, it won't work that way. It can't work that way. You know, people, your players have to see you around the facility. That dude wasn't even around the facility. Players are like, you know, that whole open door policy. Well, the door was open, but the dude was never in the office. Right. Nice open door policy, Scotty. Yeah. The door's open so you can come in and have a seat and do whatever you want in here. Cause yeah, because I'm not here. I won't be here. <laughs> I'm not home. I'm at home. Oh, oh man. Yeah. That's, you know, with, with the national championship that Scott Frost won at UCF, I thought, uh, I thought it would work, but you're no. right. It didn't. So, yeah, if Matt Rule doesn't work up there, I don't know where the hell the Huskers turn. I miss playing them every year, too, because that was, uh, about a guaranteed win for Texas every Well, year. I miss winning championships on them. That's what a part I miss. Yep. Beating them in Big 12 championship games. That's that's the part I miss. I part I do miss them being in the Big 12 too. You know, that 
that move to the Big Ten for them, that's been miserable for them so far. It really, really has. I mean, their recruiting base, their recruiting base is when they were in the Big 12 because they could still come to Texas. They could get kids out of Texas or even, you know, scrape up a couple from Oklahoma. It's it's tough. It's tough sledding for them being in the Big Ten right now. Yeah. But I believe Matt Rule will get I do believe Matt Rule will get it done. They'll get to the they'll get to the part where they're really competitive. I don't know how they're gonna you know, and they may even win that that side of the bracket too in the Big Ten. Not this year. Uh, Casey Thompson still, is Casey Thompson still quarterback in there, or is he finally graduated? I think he's finally gone. I don't even know who their quarterback is, man. I know they had a nice running back there last year. Did they? Didn't they win oh, yeah. like one game last year? They had three wins. Oh, yeah. No, Northwestern had one win, and they beat Nebraska overseas. <laughs> and that was like whoever loses this game is getting fired, and it turns out both coaches got fired, but for very, very different reasons. Way to go, Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah. Oh, we're not having a hazing talk tonight at their big meeting. Of course they are. They're having that talk every time they meet. And they're probably not leaving campus like they generally do. They're having everything on campus this offseason. You're not going anywhere. You're not going downtown Chicago. (laughs) You're not leaving Evanston. You're staying right here on campus, guys. Yeah, I forgot a couple of people commented. Casey Thompson transferred to Florida Atlantic. You know who's the coach at FAU, Buck? Oh, no. Tom Herman. Double bird is. Double birds, Tom Herman. Back in Those the thick of things. Are back together. So, yeah, I forgot about that. Thanks to uh, all of you guys for commenting on that deal. All right, Bucky, let's uh, let's shift gears and talk some NFL. I want to get your thoughts on the Jonathan Taylor situation going on in Indy because in that story continues to unravel and the culture in a very, very weird spot with him. But before we do that, I want to tell our great listeners about SendTextTickets.com. If you need tickets, to any sporting event all year long, go to SyntexTickets.com. They've got you covered. College football, the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, it doesn't matter. They've got tickets on site. Longhorn tickets, Aggie tickets, Tech tickets, whoever you root for, it does not matter. They've got you covered with 100% guaranteed tickets over there at SyntexTickets.com. And Buck, Broadway shows, concert tickets, Austin City Limits, and Formula One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, F1 for sure. No doubt about it with the Killers and Queen coming to town here in October. That'll be an awful lot of fun. And, you know, uh, thanks to Shelby over there, they're giving away a deuce to us for the game number one. Ugh. Yeah. What do you Another mean like by a nice giving deuce. a deuce to us? Yes, they are. Two tickets oh. for the Texas, of course, Texas Rice game, the home opener. Syntex uh, tickets and Shelby said, no, you got two. You guys got two. Find a way to give them away, which we will as we get closer and closer. And once again, we're looking for those 5,000 subscribers. And that's that's big because, you know, next week on Wednesday when I have my my first day off, my first day away, yes, which is so desperately needed at, you know, this time of my life. You know, workload, work, load management is important to all of us. You know, whether you have to go, I mean, some of you will be going to to synagogue, some of you will be going to mass, some of you will be going to church services. No matter what your workload management excuse is, do that for yourself. Your mental health is very, very important. And for me, next Wednesday, I will be headed to Boot Ranch. That's right, a lovely Boot Ranch golf club up in Fredericksburg. 
getting it done, slamming my 97, my 98 up at Boot Ranch as everybody laughs all around me with my caddy in tow. It you got is a caddy? Good. Of course. Wow. Gotta have a caddy at Boot Ranch. No, the cool thing about Boot Ranch when I go up there, my temporary locker is right beside President George Bush's locker. That's right. That's right. GB, oh. right there. I'm right beside GB. Everything is cool. You're going to leave something in his locker? I leave a little something, you know, getting that, getting that deuce from Syntex <laughs> tickets. Nothing like that in your locker, right? Yo, Buck, what are you doing? No, I'm, I'm excited about going there because we're gonna try to work a deal so we can get, you know, when we get to that 5,000 subscriber, we're gonna we're gonna throw up something. And you got the group in Fredericksburg. You got the Allstead group in Fredericksburg. I got the group up at Boot Ranch, and I'm I'm looking to find a bed and breakfast. We're gonna keep up somebody overnight. Ooh. Go to yeah, that's why I'm going up there on Tuesday night. I like to spend the night up in Fredericksburg so I'm not walking up and down the streets of Fredericksburg. I've done that before numerous times, but not this summer. But I got to find a spot so we can have some folks stay overnight, go to Allstat, and then get around to golf at Boo Ranch. How about that for five th- for the 5,000 subscriber? That is fun right there. That is awesome. that's, how you, yeah. that's how you get it done. That's how we I'm get it done here on this program what we do yeah i'm just worried that you're gonna get arrested after you leave a baked potato in bush's locker (laughs) come on oh man that is wonderful (laughs) wonderful uh Kawhi leonard senior is what people are calling you yeah it's your second week of work and you've already missed two days and now you're asking me for a third day off do i have that right did i put in a full week last week a full i didn't no you missed monday and tuesday was last week the first week? It was the first week. Yeah, you were traveling back from Bethlehem. Oh, was that? It was. It was. I thought that was two weeks ago. How many you weeks wish. have we been doing this show? Oh, this is week number two. Oh, so I'm about to put in a full week now. That's why I need Wednesday. A full <laughs> week will be had. And by the way, tomorrow I will be with my physician, Doc Trey, tomorrow. Correct? Yes. As you will be. As you will be getting your mental health day in. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be losing your mind moving. One of the worst things in the world is having to move from one joint to the next. I don't care if it's two blocks down the road. I don't care if it's from across the country. It's all the same. Yeah. That trip is always the same. Or did you get your little trinkets and dishes all wrapped and putting your paper around them so they don't break? So that the gorillas that are handling your stuff, when they start <laughs> dropping crap, when they start dropping shit all over the place, all those boxes and everywhere, and then you open them up and everything's all busted. And you go, hey, they're going to go, hey, it wasn't wrapped properly. Oh, you know you're going to get that. I know I'm going to get that. Dude, I barely started packing. I'm going to be pulling an all-nighter tonight just to oh. get everything ready to go. And then watch out. I would advise everybody to stay off the roads tomorrow, okay? I-10, 71, don't be on the road because I'll be driving that U-Haul. Wow. The 15-foot U-Haul is coming through, so be ready for that, all right? I I can just see you on every bridge just ducking just in case. Is it heads down? Wait a minute. Am I supposed to go underneath this bridge or not? (laughs) You know what? Let me know if you need some help tomorrow, please. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, All I'm saying is let me know because then (laughs) I will call up Javier and my gang because I'm not showing up. No, you're not doing shit. What do you mean let me know if I can help? You're not doing anything. I, You know what? I always wanted to be the guy with the white hat on, on the side of the road. You know, the white dude that wears the white hat, and then the other those other people with the yellow hats in the ditch and stuff. 
I always wanted to be the white hat guy where I just stood around and, you know, just kind of looked around and just put my hand out to traffic every once in a while. Look out. Those are my brothers over there in that ditch with the yellow, yellow hats on. I'll be that guy for you tomorrow. When all these guys are moving, I'll just put the white hat on, <laughs> the white helmet, and just talk to them. You're the guy who's in charge. Huh? You're not I'm, doing any of the work. You're just telling people what I'm to do. I'm in charge. That's right. Buck in charge. Oh Absolutely. That is a scary thought for all of us. Yeah, looking forward to that. But Bucky and Trey will have you tomorrow from 8 to 10. And then Trey and Kevin will be the 12 to 1 program tomorrow. So, yeah, I'll be taking the day off, moving back up to Austin but, uh, yeah, back on Monday, we'll have the normal lineup and the new edition. That's right. Yeah. Big announcement coming at 930 today, a little more than half an hour from now. We're going to tell you about the lineup changes coming to Texas Sports Unfiltered. We think you guys are really, really going to like this big news that we have. So uh, keep it locked in to this channel and spread the word because, uh, yeah, 930, we're going to tell you all about uh, some big-time additions coming to TSU and we are super excited for now did you tell me anything did you did you let me know about my Yankees how did they do did they are they still cellar dwellers did they get the win yesterday over the Braves no chance your Yankees got swept by the Braves they lost again they're under 500 for the first time this late in the season since 1995 you can hold up that little Jeter figurine all you want. It's not going to change the fact that the Yankees suck. Get it over to first base, Jeter. Make that play look so difficult. 27 world championships right here. This guy was a big part of that. When I find myself in times of trouble, Derek Jeter comes to me. He will be there. He hasn't come yet because well, you guys are in trouble. You know what? We will make a push. In September, early September, look for the big push from the New York fighting pinstripers. We will get it done. I will take your cousin's money if you want to make that bet. I mean, you guys have lost five in a row, got swept by the Braves, lost 18-3 to combined in those three games. It is over, Buck. Cancel Christmas. Your Yankees are done. Rangers just keep on doing what they've been doing. Rangers lost last night. Astros won. So the uh, the lead is two and a half. The Rangers are still in first place in the AOS, but the Astros did gain a game last night on the Rangers. So You know what I've been waiting for? I've been waiting for, you know, every once in a while, a while, Doc Trey's face will pop up on the podcast out of nowhere, like poof, he's been in the closet and he comes out of the closet. I've been waiting for Adam, Wa I've been waiting for Wags to pop out and tell me about, and tell me about his Orioles really getting it done, really making it for a wild card or no, they're in first place. Aren't they They're in first place? They got the best record in the league. They'll be begging for a wild card here in another six weeks. <laughs> you watch who's They'll catching up to them. Your Yankees aren't doing that. Tampa no. Bay's not doing that with the uh, Wander Franco hanging out with little kids. <laughs> no, what the hell's going on there? I mean, come on. Gross. Kyle, Kyle Ripken's not coming through that door. So you no. can forget about it. They're not going to have Boot Powell or whoever the hell else played first base for him. That's not no. going to happen for the Orioles. They're not getting in any playoff race. It's they're, not, they're making they're the playoffs. They're going to flop. Whatever. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's get into this Jonathan Taylor story, Buck. Uh, a big mess in Indianapolis, right? Jonathan Taylor requested a trade a couple of weeks ago. He was holding out from training camp at the start. Then he showed up. But he has left again. 
citing personal reasons this time for why he is no longer at Colts training camp. Obviously, this story has been played out very publicly because Colts owner Jim Ursay is one of the worst owners in all of sports, and he can't keep his mouth shut, and he's been talking all sorts of trash about Jonathan Taylor. Uh, dirty laundry has been aired a lot. Somebody called Don Henley. What do you make of what's happening in Indy with uh, their star running back? Well, I speaking of dirty laundry, I think I was thinking Jonathan Taylor just came by to get a pair of fresh socks by the training room, and he needed to get a couple pairs of socks that were clean because he didn't stay very long. He went there that day and left that day. I mean, personal reason. The personal reason is his personal money that he wants. He just showed. He probably showed up, let him see that he was in great shape, turned right around, and went back to his car and left. That's that's about all. He wants to get paid. And I don't think he's I – th- I think this is – that was just a way of just – that. that's just teasing the organization right there. He had no intentions of staying. You know, he thought that maybe if he showed up, they would say, let's have a, a quick surprise meeting. Here's the money we're going to give you. We're going to come more to your – we're going to lean to your side a little bit. He got there. They weren't leaning. They were waiting for that guy to put on pads and run out there in his shorts. And all he did was pick up a couple pair of fresh socks and get back to his car and get out of the out of the building, out of the facility. He's not coming back there to play until he gets his money. Yeah, I tend to think you're right. And he is coming off of that ankle injury. So even if he was actually there and the contract situation was resolved, I don't know if Jonathan Taylor. What was he going to do? Yeah, I mean, I think the personal reasons. He says this absence is excused. So he's claiming that, you know, they did talk and they agreed that it was okay for him to be away from the facility. I don't know if that adds any credence to the fact that this might actually be a personal matter and not just a money issue, but I find that hard to believe, right? I'm with you. I think this is just a guy who wants to get paid in a team that doesn't want to pay him. And we've seen this at the running back position a lot over the last few years, Buck. Yeah, I mean, mean, some of these running backs – I'm trying to figure out, has Tony Pollard laid foot on the field yet? I mean, is he out there? I mean, I, I, he's going probably through some warm-up stuff, but is are they expecting to see Tony Pollard at all in any of these preseason games? Or when they're when they're playing against teams, you know, when they have scrimmages against other teams, they come to their facilities and play. Do we expect to see Tony Pollard mix it up at all? Yeah, or, I think so. I mean, he's already know? practicing. Um, he didn't play in the Cowboys' first preseason game. I don't know. Maybe we'll get a couple of carries this weekend in preseason game number two, but uh, they might just rest him and say, hey, the first time we get you in a game will be the first time the games count week one yes. against the Giants. But, uh, no, he should be good to go by week one, and he, he's out there practicing right now. The only guy's out there playing is Zeke. He's the right. only one out at practices these days. Yeah. You know? I mean, Pollard, Pollard got the franchise tag, which most running backs hate, but considering Pollard got hurt and he's coming off of surgery – I think uh, he's okay with that ten plus million dollars in guaranteed money, and he knows oh, yeah. like if he goes out there and proves it this year, look, I guess the Cowboys could franchise tag him again. But if he goes out there and plays really, really well, then he's going to get a contract somewhere. So I oh, think, for uh, sure. yeah, if he didn't get hurt, he'd be pretty pissed that he's on the tag, and he may be holding out the way Jonathan Taylor is with the Colts. I think that's for sure, for certain. Yeah, he would have had a fantastic year. Yep, yep. But because of the injury, yeah, Tony Pollard, I think is uh, is happy to get his money and. Uh, yeah, hopefully he has a really, really good year for the Cowboys because obviously they expect him to because they got rid of Zeke Elliott. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan Taylor is is a dynamic player, but once again, on his part, he can't overcome these lower body injuries, these ankle, these, these high ankle sprains that he's had over the last two years. They seem to come up, and they you're talking a nagging injury. This has been two years of that ankle for him. You know, 
three years ago, he was fabulous. He had a fabulous football season. But since that year, it's been, you know, I missed three or four games with an ankle. Then I got a high ankle sprain. And now last year, that ankle just, just about kept him out of the season. I mean, it never, it, it doesn't seem to heal up for him. I mean, those kind yeah. of ankle, and, and especially for a running back. Yeah. I mean, I mean we, look, we saw, we saw, we, we also saw that, I think, last, the year before with Saquon Barkley in the ankle mm-hmm. when he just about turned his ankle backwards. You know, right. that's, that's a tough injury for a running back. Yeah, it's a weird spot that Colts are in too, right? Because I think they want Jonathan Taylor there, but they also realized they were one of the worst teams in football last year. They have a lot of position, a lot of needs. Yep, and there's a chance that they're one of the worst teams in football this year, right? They've got a rookie head coach. They've got a rookie quarterback who they just announced as a starter and Anthony Richardson. There are still some holes on that roster. The owner still sucks. I mean, there are some issues in Indy. So do they want – to give big money to a running back while they're in the middle of a rebuild, right? Like there are contending teams that don't want to give big money to running backs. They'd rather spend the money elsewhere. But when you're in a rebuild like they are, it really doesn't make a lot of sense to be paying a running back a ton of money while your team is just trying to get out of the cellar like the Colts are right now. Right. What they need to do is rebuild around that quarterback who eventually is going to be a stud. But what is that going to take? Two years, three years? When does he be? Hey, but we don't know. Maybe it's this year. I mean, that guy's quite an athlete. I mean, maybe his just his natural ability, he gets out there. But once again, they'll start having film on him in about game number four. If he has some success early, his athletic ability will take him places that, you know, a lot of quarterbacks can't get to just on that alone. But four games of film will start to take, take its way. It's the NFL. It's the best of the best. So they start watching what you do. They start finding out things about you. I don't know. They need to build around that guy. They don't need to be worried about building around Jonathan Taylor. They can't pay him heavy money. This is one case that I'm looking at a guy who's had back-to-back really bad ankle injuries at that position, and they have other needs. They need to build around that quarterback more so than they need to be built around that running back. Right. Well, that's why it's kind of a precarious spot because, well, you want to give a young quarterback as much talent around him as you possibly can. And Jonathan Taylor, when he's healthy, he's one of the best sure. running backs in football. So when it's he's like, healthy. Yeah, you want you want Anthony Richardson to be able to develop and just making sure he's got a really, really good running back and really good receivers is going to make it easier for him to transition to the league. But like you said, then you have to pay that running back to keep him around, and then do you want to pay the running back? So that's why it's tough. Like, of course, they want Jonathan Taylor there because he makes the team better and he's going to make Anthony Richardson better, but they don't want to pay him the 10 plus million dollars and give him a long-term contract that he's looking for while they're in the middle of a rebuild. So by the way, remember how they used to talk about that offensive line being one of the best, that thing is a piece of shit right now. I mean, it's oh. not, it's not one of these top offensive linemen that they, that lineman lines that they were four years ago. They were fabulous. They were one of the best in the NFL. That's not the same group anymore. No. They don't run the ball like they used to. And no. there's nobody that that, that that you can fear out there at the wide receiver position. They've got to build those type of things up. They got to build the offensive lineup to fit what this quarterback is going to be about because he's not going to be able to just drop back and run every time he wants to. He's not going to be like Lamar Jackson. He's a big dude that can run, but they can catch up to him. Lamar Jackson, it's hard to catch that dude. This one, this big 245 pounder, they can catch up to him. And when they catch him, they'll hit him hard. Lamar Jackson will hurt himself on just making moves alone. You know, that non, you know, that non-contact injury. That's what Lamar Jackson looks like because of the kind of cuts that he makes. This guy, when they get him, they'll put him down to the ground and they'll put him down hard. So, 
but they need to build it so this guy can drop back in the pocket, sit in the pocket, and throw the ball with that big arm of his. So that offensive line is not the same group. No, it's got to get better. They had like the stands because they had a couple big dude. They had a couple guys from Boston College on their offensive line. They were fabulous for a while. George and Costanza. John, wasn't George Costanza on that offensive line at one time? I, I mean, know. really, I not any that. longer. Yeah, that wouldn't have helped too much if they had Costanza on the O-line. Are you telling me Kramer's playing wide receiver? Sure. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Yeah, that Come on, going. Jerry. Yeah, that, that O-line is bad. And, look, Anthony Richardson, I, I hope he's good. I really do. I do, too. Uh, Texans fans obviously don't want to hear that because they're going to have to go up against him twice a year for a long time if he is. But with the potential that that guy has, I mean, we're talking about one of the best athletes in football at that size with the arm strength he possesses, if he's able to put it all together, then he's got a chance to be really, really special. It's a huge if. It's a huge But I don't think Jonathan Taylor is going to be the one that makes him good. It's going to be about that offensive line and what they have to do and improve there. Yep. The the O-line and the receivers. And the receivers, you're right. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, before we uh, shift gears and talk some more Longhorn football, I want to ask you, Buck, about some uh, position battles that are catching your eye as we get closer and closer to the start of the actual season. Why don't you tell the people about the great chair that you're sitting in right now? Yeah, that would be my relax the back, folks. And I've been looking for the right support for my back for years. And I mean, over 20 years. And nothing gave me the comfort that my back needed. And believe me, as I said, I've looked everywhere until I discovered the folks at Relax the Back. And Jason and the gang over there, well, Relax the Back embraces a holistic approach for a healthier lifestyle based on 35 years of proven expertise. Now, they're pros at this. They understand what's going to make your back from the lumbar area to the thoracic part of your back feel absolutely fabulous. And they have done that for me. I can't be happier, and neither can my back. Now, they've got two locations, of course. They've got a location at the Hill Country Galleria across from the Whole Foods and in Austin at the Gateway Shopping Center across from the Container Store. You will be taking a visit to Relax the Back like I did. Live pain-free, folks, with Relax the Back. You need to live pain-free and get out of that chair that you stole from the pool at your last apartment. Yep. At the complex there. Leave that. Are you going to leave that chair? Yes. Gonna, is that chair staying? Leaving the lawn chair. Good I'm job. Also, I'm also leaving the folding chair that oh I've been. That's what you're sitting in for the support for your back during a two-hour show. Are you kidding me? Dude, everything hurts. No, right no wonder you're doing the wiggle worm over there. You oh have to. God, I'm. Squirming. I've got a nice spot right here. I've got this. Relax the back. You know they've been helping out the folks at NASA. As a matter of fact, some of these chairs are the same chairs that astronauts sit in when they go on their missions to outer space. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. This is not the chair that you got from Goodwill. Okay. (laughs) This is not. You you can't get ass out of jeans and you can't get ass out of this chair. either. (laughs) Not that chair for sure. (laughs) There've been numerous kids pissing in that chair. Believe me (laughs) at the pool over there at the, at the complex at the apartment complex, they've been changing diapers on that chair. Not the one I have from relax the back. There's no no kids been changed. Except for me. I may have had that change here, but no kids have been changed in this chair for sure. So you're I'm rocking the adult it. diapers. You've already had a couple of changes there. I'm loving this chair, man. You got to yeah. go. We got to go over and see the guys and folks over relax the back. I will. I'll do that. And also, after moving tomorrow, I'm going to need a Slurpee because it's going to be hot. Oh, yeah. Outside. I'm going to go see my guy Ashish at 7 Eleven. Big gulp. Big gulp. Yep. Big gulp, too. They've got it all. Go see our friend Ashish at the Monterey Oaks location down there in South Austin. 
He'll take care of you. He's a big Longhorn fan, big-time fan of Texas Sports Unfiltered as well. Go say what's up to him or just go to any 7-Eleven. If you don't live in South Austin, that's all right. Go to 7-Eleven because they are your go-to convenience store for snacks, those nachos, those hot dogs, those taquitos, that pizza, all of the drinks you want, the hot drinks, the cold drinks. They've got gas at a lot of 7-Elevens as well. Go uh, go say what's up to our guy Ashish. But just yeah, I, I, I head to the one over. You know, if I when I go to poker nights on Mondays, which the football season is coming, and now that I have this gig and I don't have to get my ass up at three thirty in the morning any longer, I go to the one right there on Lake Austin Boulevard. Ah. That's, that's close to my my poker night place. I go there and pick up my lottery tickets, get my drinks, get my body armor so Great. I'm ready for ready for golf. You know. I get it all there, but Hashish has done such a fine job with his stores, and especially one where, where you're going to live, right around the corner from you. I expect you to be hanging out with the guys I see there at 4 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be great. There'll be BK just hanging around out in front of 7-Eleven, pumping the gas for people washing the windows. I love it. I'll I be love uh, place, coming man. back from the bars, hanging out at 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah, that is Getting great. Chili cheese nachos. Oh, that's Just keep your hands great. off of my rotisserie hot dogs. Yeah, That's I won't touch. Thing. I won't don't, touch your wiener. You're good. Don't touch the wiener, man. Leave it alone. Don't worry about that. Uh, a couple of comments to get into. Juan asks, "How close are we to getting the app? The app is there. It's ready. It's available now in the App Store or in Google Play. It's completely free. Just search Texas Sports Unfiltered, and it will pop right up. So, a lot of folks already listening on the app this morning. We appreciate you guys." But, yeah, definitely check that out so you can listen on the go wherever you are. And I understand that my microphone has been struggling a little bit. This has week. it? Yeah, apologies. That's on me. You're doing everything right. You look good. You sound good. I've got a new piece of equipment coming in the mail today. So but there's, the no, there's, no lost, there's no lost Lonely Boys playing behind us, is there? We don't hear that. <laughs> like certain stations that are out there. I mean, we don't have that running in the background, right? Uh, no heaven being played okay. right now okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about Los lonely boys no Tejano music no whatever all right uh, thank you uh, we'll get we'll get this taken care of and uh i'll be out tomorrow but on monday the uh the sound that you hear from me will be significantly better i don't know what happened like last week it was good the start of this week it was good but uh some technical issues on my end over the last day or so so uh, i am aware appreciate you guys letting me know appreciate y'all sticking with us uh, despite that issue but, uh, yeah, we will have it taken care of very, very soon. Okay, Bucky, let's talk some Longhorn football. How about some position battles that uh, have your attention as we are now 16 days away from the season opener against Rice? What are some position battles that you are looking at right now that uh, you think still are up in the air between now and the start of the season? Well, it looks like that that second spot at quarterback is kind of up in the air right now, too, with Malik Murphy and um... – Arch. Yeah, Malik Murphy and Arch. It looks like that that there truly is a battle now. You know, when we came out of the spring, we thought Malik Murphy would be the guy who would probably go into the game if something were to happen to Quinn Ewers. Or if Texas is running away with the game, you know, if they're running away with the game against Rice, Malik Murphy with that guy. But it looks like Arch is is battling as you knew he would. I mean, this is a, a talented young guy, was the number one quarterback in the nation two years ago. You knew he was going to come back and battle back. I mean, there was, there was no doubt about it. Just the speed of the game. You know, we saw him in the spring, and the speed of the game, he hadn't quite caught up to the speed of the game. Now he's there. Now he's been around. He's studying. He's seen – I mean, he's been through winter workouts. 
He understands what college football is all about. So he's going to give a guy like Malik Murphy, who really hasn't seen the field himself, actually, except for the spring game. So this is a battle. It's a good battle. It's a battle that has to happen because I don't expect Quinn Ewers to make it through the entire football season. Oh. It's just too tough. I know, but it's tough on a quarterback in college football, NFL, any, any line of football. I mean, guys come clean sometimes and you get hit. Things happen to you. You sprain an ankle. You know, you hurt an elbow. Things like that will happen to you. You have to have a real legitimate backup quarterback. And I think that battle is very, very important for the Horns because they still have the talent around them. And these are still two talented young guys that if they have to come in, say, game four or whatever, game three, that they're able to sustain. They can't be in there and just survive. They have to be in there to win football games because my expectations really aren't going to change whoever the quarterback is. My expectations of this team winning, only losing one football game will stay the same. If we get to game number five, if we get to game number four, game number five, and something happens to Quinn Ewers, I'm, I'm looking at these other two guys are coming in and let's just move right along. You only have, you know, I still feel like there's only still going to be one loss. Wow. You think Texas can still go the whole season with just one loss, even if Quinn Ewers has to miss a significant chunk of it? Yes, I do. Wow. That's going to be my thought. That's, I mean, I expect Sark to have coached these two guys up and have them ready to play. Malik Murphy just didn't roll out of bed there. He's been there for two years. I mean, that guy's not, I mean, I know he hasn't played in real live games, but that guy's been in, that guy's been in film study. He's been on the practice team. He knows how the players play. He knows what college football guys look like. He's been around. He's not just walking in there as a true freshman out of high school and saying, oh, my God, this is really surprising me. He's been around. Arch Manning's been around football all his life, and now he's been there during during camp. He's already – obviously, it looks like he's picked up his game and his level of play. This guy one was one of the best quarterbacks in high school football. Sure. The best. One of the, the number one player coming out of high school. He's been around now. Let's go. Pick up – they're going to pick up the pace, and it's time for them to go. Now, knock on wood that it doesn't happen because nobody wants to see that. We want to see them in mop-up duty uh, in games where, you know, things are well in hand. But if it happens, my expectations aren't going to drop. I'm not, gonna, I'm not dropping my expectations that they shouldn't be in a championship game. You're crazy. Now, You're crazy. If, I mean, if it, if it happens in the summertime, I may look at it and go, oh, shit. <laughs> not so fast. But if we're in game four and those guys have been in college games, They've been a game against Rice and, and played some uh, substantial amount of playing time yep. for either one of them. Don't you still expect them to just move right along? You yep. think Joey McGuire and that gang up in Lubbock should take advantage of them or, or the Baylor Bears? I don't think so. Dude, if Quinn Ewers gets hurt, the season's over. All right? I'm sorry. What? Quinn Ewers, if, he can miss a game, but if he has to miss a significant chunk you of the You stay season, away from my juice. You need to stay away from it. <laughs> I didn't say What's the juice. I did not say the Jews. I said this juice. You stay away from this juice. You can't tell You're... a Jewish guy to stay away from the Jews. That's not how it works. <laughs> you are not going to be able to have this orange aid with me. No. No, I'm not drinking what you're drinking. You just said you passed 23 years sober. I'm not so yes. sure with some of what you're talking about right now. My gosh, look. The I... backup quarterback will be ready to go. I mean, Hudson Card was the backup last year, right? But he had starting experience, so there wasn't much of a drop-off. Hell, there were some people who thought Hudson Card should have started at the end of the year because of Quinn Ewers' struggles down the stretch. Like, you don't have a Hudson Card this year. I like Malik Murphy. He was great in the spring game, and you're right. He has been in college for a couple of years now. I like Arch Manning. 
number one recruit in college football this past season. I feel like the sky's the limit eventually for both of those guys, but I don't think the sky's the limit for them right now. Like, I think there's – look, we, we, we need to see more from Quinn Ewers this year for sure, but I think we all expect him to take a pretty big step from where he was last year. I think there's yes. a pretty big gap from where Quinn Ewers is going to be in 2023 and where Malik Murphy and Arch Manning are going to be in 2023. Just on experience alone. Yeah, on experience alone and also talent. Like, I just – I think Ewers is better right now. He's just more developed right now. And – you know, if, if something happens to him, and you're right, maybe something will happen to him. I mean, over the last 15 years, way more often than not, the guy who started the season for Texas at quarterback hasn't been able to stay healthy over the course of the entirety of the season for Texas at quarterback. So, you know, recent history tells you that odds are, yeah, you're going to need one of Malik Murphy or Arch Manning to come in, maybe for a quarter, maybe for a half, maybe for a game, maybe for a couple of games. But if it but is a couple words. of games. When you say a couple of games, you sound very, very worried when you say that. Yeah, if it is a couple of games or more than that, then nah, I am kissing the Big 12 championship goodbye. I am canceling Christmas if Quinn Ewers has to miss as much time as he did a season ago because that hurt Texas last year. But once again, Texas had a guy who's going to start in college football this year. Like Hudson Card's going to start at Purdue this year, you would think. So that guy had some experience under his belt. There wasn't much of a drop-off there from guy who should have been true freshman Quinn Ewers to Hudson Card. I think there's a, a bigger drop-off this year between starter and back. Yeah, I, I just think these guys are incredibly talented. And I think, you know, year number three and with this head coach, they, they're going to find ways. They're going to find ways to run the ball. They'll be better on defense. And the pressure, I mean, un, once again, unlike the pressure that they put on the quarterback last year, that, that was undue pressure. They didn't have to put as much pressure as they put on the shoulders of yours last year. He wasn't ready for that. He just, he just wasn't ready. And he never came back after he got hurt. Once he got that college blow – he got that college hit. He was a little bit different in a lot of ways. Not, I mean, his his whole demeanor kind of changed when he came back until he got to the bowl game. When he then he looked like you know the Quinn Ewers that we thought he could look like. But in between that, those games before, he was a little shaken still from that from that puncture that he took. So, yeah. you know, these two guys are big, strong, talented guys. I expect that throughout the course of this this summer and throughout the course of if it doesn't happen the first three or four games, I'm saying if they got to get into a game, game four, Quinn Ewers takes a hit. He's got a concussion where he misses a game. I, I, I don't expect for this group at quarterback to go in and lose a game to anybody in the Big 12. I don't expect, yeah, the best coach at, in, in the conference at K-State, I don't expect even at playing them, well, because they're missing some guys too. A little short guy that's playing running back up in, with the Dallas Cowboys, that dude, he's not around anymore. I know Kansas has the offensive player, the preseason offensive player of the year, but I wouldn't expect Texas to lose to them. Yeah, you're talking about college blow changing Quinn Ewer's life. Let me tell you, college blow changed my life too, and I got my hands on that, but then I stopped doing drugs. <laughs> no. Stop doing drugs, kids, all right? I have, a big, I, I have big confidence in, in both of these young quarterbacks. I really, really do. And what I saw of Malik Murphy in the spring – I, I thought that this is a young guy that's going to build on that. I'm just liking the fact, you know, that both quarterbacks now are starting to to move forward. You know, one guy's running 20 damn miles an hour. What the hell? Seriously? Let's go. Let's go. Come on, BK. What are you talking about? Drink yeah. up. Uh, not yet. Although Arch Manning, not only was he very impressive in that scrimmage on Saturday, he apparently has been very impressive in practice over the last couple of days as well. So, 
it does feel like he's turned a corner. And yeah, it does feel like, look, I, I think if the season started today, hell, I'll feel this way two weeks from now when the season actually does get sure. here. I, I still think Malik Murphy is QB2 for this team. But I do wonder is over the course of the season, if something happens to Quinn uh, and you do need to go to the bench, I do wonder if Arch Manning can do enough to where he supplants Malik Murphy on the depth chart. But right now, I think it's Quinn one, I think it's Malik two, and I think it's Arch number three. Yeah, I have it that way. I have it the, I have it the same way uh, in, in combinations. But as as this time keep continues to go on and, and Arch Manning continues to progress, I mean, he may – that's why I like the battle. This is a battle that's needed right here between these two guys because yep. whether they whether they stay at this university or not, the one guy's been here longer than I thought he would be. I thought, I thought Malik Murphy was going to be out of this place after the spring because there had to be people, you know, teams that needed quarterbacks that would say, we'll take that guy right now. Just what I saw in the spring, if I'm a coach somewhere and I'm needed a quarterback, I would have said, hey, let's get the word to him somehow. You know, you're not supposed to do that, but let's find a way to get the word. You can come and play here, and I'll give up this position to you. You know, I thought that was that was ready to be happening, but he stuck around here. But these two battling the way they're battling right now, somebody's going to be real good, and somebody's going to be very disappointed when that time comes. Right. But for Longhorn fans, they're going to be happy with the guy who's the player, but not all of them are. That's why you got to consist, consistently recruit and get after quarterbacks. Can't take a year off where you don't recruit a quarterback. Right. You just can't. That, no. that can't happen in college football any longer. That's feels, every year. feels like 50% of blue-chip quarterbacks end up transferring at some they point sure in do. college career. Like that was the case back in the day when it was a little bit more difficult to transfer, and now it's incredibly easy to do. Yeah, you've got guys, as soon as they don't win the starting job, that they're hitting the portal. Yeah, they don't finish. They don't finish where they came into. No, no. so it's impressive. I, I tip the cap to Malik Murphy, man. I love that. I, I love that you've got a guy who knows the system, who's been – in this offense for a year, there's not a true freshman as your backup quarterback. Because not a lot of uh, not a lot of teams in college football can't say that. And there have been plenty of years where Texas hasn't been able to say that in the recent past as well. But we don't uh, want to see this. We don't. We we like the battle, but we don't want to see it happen. No, no. Okay. I mean, the battle's cool, but as long as it's for the backup spot, like we don't want the battle to be for who's got to play in place of Quinn Ewers because something right. happened to him, like. Get through the Rice game, of course, and then please get through the Alabama game without uh, without taking a hit that breaks your collarbone for the second straight year. That would be, I mean, we saw it last year, too. I mean, Texas was playing so well. Obviously, the game was closed for all four quarters. Hudson Carr did a solid job coming in off the bench, and, you know, Texas was right there until the very, very end. But you know, it was kind of deflating even then when Quinn Ewers got hurt after what he did in the first quarter. It's like, oh, shit, we just lost our starting quarterback. That yeah. sucks. He's going to have to miss a month of the year. You can't have that, man. Like, that that would be such a deflating feeling if it happens it's again. It's not even going to be deflating this year because if it happens, they're still going to be in the Big 12 championship game. It's, it's still happening. They still have enough talent around. They still have enough at wide receiver. They had a coaching staff in the year number three that should be at that point where they can coach a young guy up who's a talented young guy all the kind of nuances that they need to know. All it is is experience. That's that's the only thing that's missing. It's not the talent. It's not the arm strength. It's the part about getting that experience. And let's go. Let's get them those, those, that experience they need in game number one. Hell, maybe in game number two, whether you're in it or you're getting blown out, those guys need to get that experience of playing in that type of game, I believe. Yeah. It's one way or the other with the Alabama game. If you're in a, in a close ball game and Quinn Ewers is there playing, yeah, he's going to play to the bitter end. 
But if if you're if you're kicking the crap out of them, those other guys need to be in, you know, in that fourth quarter. That's but that you would have to be really kicking the crap out of a team like Alabama because remember they're going to be in it for four quarters. They're going to be there no matter what. But if you have an opportunity where you got them down and you got a chance to put a, a guy like Malik Murphy in the game, put him in. Put him in. Rice, that rice game. Oh well, Rice game for sure. Yeah. They they better be in those game in that game. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it'd be if, a huge problem if they weren't, right? Oh my goodness, heck yeah! Oh. Hell, they ought to be in that Rice game by the start, you know, middle of the third quarter at the latest. That's the hope. That is the hope. Yeah, you want to get those guys some actual experience in a game because Rice really coaches good. are taping down what we're saying and putting it up. And here's oh, what they right? think yeah, bulletin, they can use all the bulletin board material they want. It ain't gonna matter. Absolutely. Okay, they got Absolutely. they got no chance. They got no chance. All right, we've been teasing it since last night. I sent out a tweet saying that we had a major announcement coming to Texas Sports Unfiltered at 9.30. Buck, it is, in fact, 9.30. Big changes coming to Texas Sports Unfiltered. We are announcing a brand-new show that's going to start next Monday. It will be from 1 to 3. And we nice. are about to bring on both of the new hosts of the new show on TSU. You ready? I'm ready. So one at a time. You got a drum roll or something you want to do here? Brrr. All right. The first new addition to Texas Sports Unfiltered is Chip Brown. That's Chip Brown. That's the one and only Chip Brown. Let's go. Let's go. What's up, BK and Buck? I'm trying to chip. This guy is not a believer. We need to change that with him. He will. He refuses to drink the juice. We're gonna he slap stopped. him around, Buck. We'll, I know. I, hey, we're old, but we can still pin BK down and slap some sense into him. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It is so good to have you aboard, Chip. I hope you're excited about this venture, my friend. Uh, I mean, it's like getting in a warm bath. It's like <laughs> hanging out with you guys at the spa, putting some cucumbers on my eyeballs. There you go. I mean, this is this is what I've been waiting for. I'm, I'm ready to be back with my fellas, talking sports, doing some infotainment. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, I'm so pumped. I mean, heck, we might need to start tomorrow. I don't know. Hold but uh, I'm just saying. Hey, I'm looking yeah. for a load management day. I can make that a long weekend, and we can make that happen. <laughs> hey. You know, it's not – you're saying that, but we can we can make that reality. You all for one, one for all. We'll, we'll we'll pick each other up, you know. You if, if we need a little Gatorade break, if we need to towel off, then one of us jumps in. I mean, that's the beauty of uh, Texas Sports Unfiltered. We got a we got a great team, and man, we're gonna have some fun. I can tell you that. I mean, my man Sean Adams and I used to do one to three, and it's it's a great spot for all those folks you know, coming off lunch or having a late lunch and download that Texas sports unfiltered app. I can tell you that because that's the only app you're ever going to need. You just tap that thing, tap play. And here we are. I mean, Love I'm it. sure everybody listening right now is, uh, is on the app and even old folks like you and me, Buck, we can, we can, we can show them how to use this app so that uh, they're in the 21st century. Yeah, I got a tutorial on that yesterday. I'm 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 good to go. I know See? I know what button I know what button I have to hit. Not not buttons, but a couple one big button here. I'm good to go. 
That's all I need. It's not the best sports talk you can dance to anymore. No, absolutely, (laughs) man. I'm loving it. I'm going to have the mariachi band playing in the background. It's no, are you sure? I've been listening, but I haven't, I have not. No, Los Angeles, no, I haven't heard them. No, the backdoor boys, I haven't heard the backdoor boys or any of that stuff. (laughs) I'm ready to go. I was listening to you, jokers, as I was driving around town, dropping my daughter off at, at school. You guys sound great. I mean, I, listen, I can't survive without a little Bucky in the morning. BK, hell, I helped BK. He was my intern at the Horn. I mean, oh. you think he's skinny now? The son of the Mosquito King? <laughs> I mean, I, BK, have you put on any weight since your, what was it, your sophomore year when I met you when you were at Texas? I've probably lost weight since then. Man. Yeah. You just still have the metabolism of a of a fifteen year old. It's it's I don't know nothing about that. Although Buck looks great, by the way. No, I'm skin and bones, Chip. I'm just (laughs) I'm out here in the gardens. I'm out here. I'm out here in this heat, trying to get my golf game all set. And uh, it is so good to have you, man. It really, really is. And uh, and this and the folks around here must be excited. There it is. Juan is all excited. Everybody's excited to have you back. And it's good. Listen, I love. I love the city of Austin. I love where I live. I love the fact that I get to cover uh, one of the great polarizing, iconic college football programs, college basketball, college athletic. It's a superpower. And hell, I've been covering these guys for 30 years. I've probably pissed off every single Longhorn employee, Longhorn fan at least once, but I probably also made their day a few times. I mean, there you go. My reporting on uh, Steve Patterson helped get that thing done after 22 months into a seven-year contract. So I'm just saying, I I love what I do. I'm so lucky. I love college football. I'm addicted. I'm a junkie. I always say football season never ends on whatever show I'm on because, listen, that's my default. If we're talking about a movie and I don't know how to tie that plot together, I just bring it back to some – aspect of Longhorn football, probably major Applewhite and Chris Sims or wow, James, James Brown, Bucky. Yes. That's that's my guy. I mean, you were, you were coaching when James Brown, I, that's, that's like my brother from another mother. I I love James Brown and I try and I'm going to like try and get him on the show because he's a hard dude to track down. I know he's uh, he's been coaching and doing some stuff, but um, man, well, Those are the days, and now I get to talk talk about it with you. You were on the sideline, my man. It, it was it was it's fantastic because Ricky, we had Ricky Williams on in our very first show, and Ricky talked about how James Brown has formed his football career. Period, and it was all about James Brown. He was the guy that did that for Ricky, and Ricky was so excited to say wonderful things. And it's nice to hear you say great things about James Brown. And you're absolutely right. I can't wait to that when you have him on. That will be absolutely fantastic. And we need that. We don't need that way down the road. We need that in the very near future for you to talk to James. I can't wait to hear that. You know what? I'm going to text him right now and say, there you go. I need you to be on show number one, baby. Boom. Show number one will be on Monday. Chip Brown, the Detroit player, the Mustang man, a legend in the Austin media industry. He's a part of it, but that's only half the announcement. Chip's not going solo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now it's time. Buck, we need another drum roll. Can we get one? Brand new 
new show on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Y'all ready for this? Yo! What up, what up? Dane Collier, Chicken the new What's show. Monday. How y'all doing, fellas? Oh. Zay, Zay. Come on, man. Monday to Friday, 1 to 3, Chip and Zay. It starts next Monday. Zay, we are pumped to have you on as well. What's going on, brother? What's up, fellas? Yo, I'm hyped, man. I feel like I'm Robert Ory. I just keep going from great situation to great situation. And I'm all right. You know, I'll hit a couple of shots when need be. But, man, doing the show with the legendary Chip Brown, one to three, uh, Texas Sports Unfiltered, BK gave me the call. Bucky's been talking to me almost every day about it, and it's finally coming true. So very happy, very pleased, and ready to get it going. Yeah, hey, the are, energy so on excited. this show is going to be off the charts. <laughs> yep. If you're having you know. a, a good day, it's going to turn into a great day. If you're having a crap day, we're going to get you up to a good day. And it's, it's going to be I'm, – I'm so excited to be working with Zay because I'm a big fan of his. Great energy. Just got uh, – he's got that mojo, man. He's got that juice. Chip, this is wonderful for us, for old-timers like you and I, you know, been around this business 25 years or more. To have these young guys that have this juice, they really, they really, really do. They will, they will keep us young. They will keep us vibrant, ready to go each and every time we get on the air with them. And you know, I know Zay is missing that Tejano music in the background. He's just, <laughs> you know, I know he he has he's, he's, yeah yeah. Every once in a while, he's been hearing the bongos in the back. But it's good to it's good to have you, Zay. It's good to see you. And I know Champ is going to miss you walking him every. Well, you're still going to get a chance to walk the dog. You don't have to yeah. get out early. I mean, know. I don't walk. It's like 108 out here. I'm not walking my dog. You get CPS call on you real quick. This is the ATX, man. <laughs> you, really? you gotta be real. Yeah, man. You know how it goes. Uh, Your dog be running loose all the time, and you have to chase after him. You gotta be careful with this heat. So me walking Champ, it's a little limited right now, which I like. Not feeding Champ pizza. I mean, dogs not getting to eat. Hey, BK, this guy won't even let his dog eat a little pizza once in a while. Not supposed to give your dog cheese, Buck, or pizza. What are you doing? Who said cheese? I mean, when they were little puppies, didn't they get little bits of cheese in there? No? Oh, See, when, when CPS what? comes knocking on your door after hearing this stuff, you know why. Taking See, all your dogs and stuff. Yeah. My house small. It's good to have you, brother. It's good to it's good to see you. It's good to have you back around. I mean, I love your personality. I mean, you've 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 now grown in this business to where you are. With Chip Brown, you are with a true superstar now. This is this is good stuff. Oh, right I, hey, that's what I'm saying, Chip. Man, gonna lead the way. I'm very honored and definitely believe in what BK has done here at Texas Sports Unfiltered. Buck, I've always loved you. You know, Trey Ellen, that's my guy. Adam Wagner's my dude. Kevin Dunn, just it's a great team, and you know, it's it was very hard to say no to something like this, and I believe it. And I can't wait. You know, I love this city. I love Texas sports. And, yeah, we're going to have a good time for sure. Yeah, hey, I've got to be. Uh, ahead, it's going to be the best two hours of everyone's day outside, of course, when they're listening to uh, all the other shows on Texas Sports Unfiltered. You know, we're just going to keep elevating everyone's day. And we're going to keep everybody in the know. And we're going to keep them laughing. And we're going to have all kinds of fun. I mean, Zay and I already, it's going to be like, you know, playing poker with your friends, pulling up a bar stool there you go. with That's your right. buddies. Hell, you can throw stuff at us. We're 
I mean, Zay is huge. He's a big, strong dude. You don't you need to be careful yeah. what you say to Zay. Yo, BK, give me some of that metabolism, me. bro. I could use some of that Brad Kellner <laughs> metabolism. That's for sure, because, man, these LBs, they come on a little bit too easy. But, yeah, being in a situation when you're around good people, that's very important to me. Hell, even Lizzo's getting cancel cultured right now. So you got to be careful who you're around and who you do business with. And I'm very happy to be here on TSU. It's a great opportunity, and I'm excited. It's good you say doing being around good people. That is very important. It is. People that you can trust and won't pull the rug out from under you and have to do the Charlie Brown deal when you go to kick the football. That that's nice to have, you know, after after a lot of years in this business. You know, people can people can be conniving. They can they can let you down. They can move on and do other things, you know. But if they're fair with you and they're honest with you, that's okay. But when they're they're when they're scoundrelous and scandalous, it that sucks. It sucks to have people be that way. They don't need to be that way. When it's time to move on, you move on, but you move on with respect. And I know what you mean. I know yeah. how you feel. Hey, you heard James Harden in China. Daryl Morey's a liar. See? Straight up. Just straight, straight up. up lying. That's, that's, yeah. Your yeah. beloved Philadelphia 76ers, he just straight up said he's a liar. So, yeah, if you don't like the situation you're in, then – Hey, you need to remove yourself from that and get around people that you could trust and people that you believe in. And Brad Kellner, I believe in him. I believe in you, Buck. And I definitely believe in Chip Brown. Like when I got the call and said, Chip, you're going to be my partner. I was ecstatic. Again, this is good. This is good. We're we're so. Chip and Ross's Pony Express. So man, that's (laughs) some skins on the wall right there, baby. That's some skins on the wall. I've been around. I mean, I have been, I'm old. I, I'm like, oh, but hey, I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be breathing. I'm going to celebrate every single day of this show. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, I, I got to be selfish for a minute, which I don't know why I need to announce me doing something that I always do. But uh, this is, what's that movie with the circle of life? Which one is that? Lion King. Akuna Matata. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like I'm in the Lion King right now because, Chip, you said it earlier, I was your intern back in the day and Zay was my intern back in the day. And now I've got the two of you doing a show together and it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm so excited to listen. I'm going to be locked in every single day, but it's cool, man. Like you guys both mean so much to me. I think you guys are both supreme talents. Y'all have been there for me every step of the way. And obviously you guys are trusting in me and trusting in this. So I love you guys, man. So excited to have y'all on board. And yeah, it's cool for me selfishly that it's kind of, my whole radio career is kind of all coming together with uh, with the two of you doing a show together. Yeah, and BK, you're only 12 years old. I mean, that's what's amazing. <laughs> you're only <laughs> You're the Dougie Hauser of radio. You're like Circle of Life. I'm like Circle of Life. Your voice just dropped like last week. I don't know if it has still. I mean, maybe not. Uh, still it's going to be fantastic, guys. It really okay. is. I'm I'm looking forward to it and. And for a couple other folks to, to join the staff with us, it's going to be it's going to be all day fun. It's going to be a hell of a football season. There's so many things that are happening. And, and Chip, you understand that, and Zay, in the world of college football, as Texas gets ready for their last Big 12 showdown, as I'm calling it, because I expect this group to play in a Big 12 championship game. I expect them to go into the SEC being a leader and not a middle-of-the-pack group. I expect this year we'll start to bring some really – fantastic things to well first of all Longhorn Sports itself 
are the leaders of the pack. It's the best sporting, you know, they've got the best sports in college sports alone in every aspect. But for the football team to start to make their move right now and to be right there in front of, and it's going to be right in front of all of us. I think that's going to be fabulous for all of us. It's going to make yeah. things, it's going to make I mean, things great. Buck for you. It's like you, you were part of the, uh, last Southwest conference championship and the first big 12 championship. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be hitting you up for parallels Loving that it. you might see about this football team trying to win the last big 12 championship before, you know, pushing off for the SEC, but you're right. I mean, this is a huge year. You could argue it's one of the most important years of Texas football in the last 30 years when you talk about stepping up, you're going from AAA to the big leagues when you get into the SEC. AM won the Heisman with Johnny Manziel, won double digit games their first year in the SEC, and then they haven't sniffed it since outside of the COVID year where they, you know, had everybody believing they were ready to jump into the college football playoff. The SEC's no joke, you know. Mizzou, remember Mizzou? Oh, they yeah. won the SEC East the first two years they were in the league. They haven't been seen since. No, no. That's big boy football. And I know you I know you, you and I will both be so excited to have our rival, our real rival back in Texas A&M. Now, Zay and BK, they could care less. They don't like them. They just flat out. What? They don't, they don't, they don't like Aggies. They, they just, they don't like oh, them. Yeah, so you yeah. and I, Chip, we have – Aggies that are brethren with us. We, I, I, I'm looking so forward to playing Texas A&M in all of their sports, but particularly football rivalry. There's, there's none like it. I can't wait till that is back. We can get through this season. I know we got to get through this season first, but to have them back in the fold and all the listeners that'll be a part of what we do that are Aggies, that's going to be great because you Aggies won't have a choice. You'll have to listen to us unless you're going to listen to, I don't know, C-SPAN or some other, Whatever it is, or on these channels. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't watch C-SPAN. I mean, it'll whatever it is. That'll just take your world into a, a dark place. Okay. And the Aggies, you know, the Aggies love me. Now we love each other. I think I have my own thread on Texags. So I love the Aggies. They love me. We've gotten along for years. And I'm picking the Aggies to win nine games this year because I'm buying Connor Wegman and Bobby Petrino, baby. What? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The Aggies got talent. Their receiving core could be, I mean, they're right there with the best, you know, Ohio State, Texas. Chip I'm Brown newsflash immediately. Yeah. Are, are, mo are mopeds and scooters forbidden in college station because if so then maybe bobby petrino will have a chance wow wow uh, road rash yeah. <laughs> road rash if he can relax then you might be right chip you might be right but as far as texas going to the sec i know you compare johnny menzel as long as malik murphy and arch manning are cracking down in their uh ipads unlike johnny menzel was when he went to the browns with which we heard on that Netflix documentary, I'll be good. I think the horns will be fine. You know, that schedule next year is going to be absolutely brutal, but all you could do is see what's in front of you. And this team, when the 2024 schedule for the SEC came out and we saw Sark and everybody on this team put out the 2023 schedule to let everyone know that, hey, we got some business to finish this year 
let's not trip and think about 2024. Yeah, that's going to be fun and dandy, but they got some unfinished business in the Big 12, which they haven't won in a very long time. Very excited about that. And with this roster and Quinn Ewers coming in for Sark's third season, I expect some big things going out of the Big 12. Here's what I want. I just want, I want two things. I want A.D. Mitchell to put on a show. And I want Jalen Catalan mm. to put on a show. Because those dudes just came from the SEC. They've oh, yeah. proven themselves at the highest level. Now, Jalen Catalan has only, he's starting his fifth college football season. He's only been healthy for one of them. Damn. If that dude can stay healthy, that is Bob Sanders' light. That dude is a missile. I, oh, yeah. I asked Jaron Thompson yesterday, I said, what, what are you most excited about seeing from Jalen Catalan on the field? He said, I can't wait to see him hit somebody. Yeah, he won't be able to help himself. He's going to launch himself into some tackles. He just has done that his whole career. Whether he's healthy or not, he doesn't know. He only knows one speed. That's just the way he plays the game. And it's going to be that fun to watch. That scares me, man. That scares know, me. It scares me too. But he only knows how to play the game one way. And, I mean, he's going to he's going to – either be on the field or in the training room. And that's, and that's fine. Just if you're going to do it, do it, do it the right way. And that's exactly what he does. And it's that's going to burn out and fade away. Right, Buck? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that One dude is play. lights out. I mean, that's, that's my nickname for him. You, everyone will understand. Well, actually just go to YouTube and call up his highlights. Oh yeah. Call up Jalen Catalan's highlights from his time at Arkansas. Yep. And you'll just be like, Oh Lord. Oh yeah. Sign me up. Hope he you're shows out. And I, I hope he shows up and puts the pads on for all twelve games this year. Because, like you yes. said, Chip, that's been the, uh, the he deserves issue that. Yep. Well, so fellas, Monday morning. Yes, indeed. Yes, Monday morning. Chip and Zay, one to three, right here on Texas Sports yeah. Unfiltered. Don't get left behind. We're making moves. Subscribe to the channel. Download the free TSU app. We're working on a website as well. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple. We've got you covered gentlemen super excited to have y'all on board love you guys can't wait for monday see you monday hey. guys see you Appreciate then y'all. set see your you alarms in your phone kids set those <laughs> alarms for 1 p.m don't ever don't ever stop setting that alarm for 1 p.m and download uh-huh. that texas sports unfiltered app because all you're gonna have to do is tap that little button tap and there's button. me and zay Rocking your world, baby. That's what that's what's about to happen to you. Yo, you hear Chip reaching out to the kids and stuff. They in school. You got kids getting in trouble because they listening to us when they should be learning about geometry and all chemistry and all this other stuff. Hey, trying to listen to some sports, kids. Nothing wrong with that. That's right. That's a good tip for kids. All right, fellas. Talk to y'all soon. Appreciate you guys. All right. See you, fellas. All right, there they go. How about that, Buck? Chip and Zay coming your way. Weekdays from 1 to 3 p.m. starting next Monday. Really excited about adding both of those dudes. Two great people, two supreme talents. Most of y'all already know that about these two guys, right? They've been doing radio at a high level in Austin for a number of years. Obviously, Chip's got the the gig over at Horns 24-7, too. He's got all the insider information you could ever want and need. Those guys are going to put on an incredibly entertaining show every day from one to three. I'm stoked to listen. Oh, yeah. And, and Zay will bring when, – when basketball season rolls around, he will be in his element. I mean, he loves himself some basketball, uh, whether it's the college level, the high school level, the N- NBA. I mean, that dude will not be 
like Kawhi Leonard. He doesn't need any days where he has to, you know, unlike me, I have to have my load management. Zay doesn't have load management days. <laughs> and again, Zay ain't 68 years old either. So, but I'm looking forward to hearing those two guys. And, and as we grow and continue to grow in our business, which is what's very, very important. And nobody, you know, nobody telling our business what we need to do. We're always taking suggestions because I think for, for yourself and myself and for Chip and Zay and the and Doc Doc Trey and Wags, we will continue to grow in this business. And it's about what we have in relationships in this business and not, you know, destroying relationships and being around people, telling them one thing, but actually doing another. We'll be upfront with each other. We'll be upfront with the, the people that we talk to and we'll have some fun along the way. That's what a growing business should be about. Making some money, growing the business, growing relationships, but being honest with people. And I think that's all we can do to be honest with, with the people that listen to us, to be with the people that are in our business together. That's very, very important. And as we talked about, we made fun of a little bit earlier. Honesty is, is the best way to do business. It just, it just is. No matter what, no matter what level you do business, honesty is the best way to do it. So 100%. I'm looking forward to those guys being a part of this. Yeah, you talked about it. Chip talked about it. Zay talked about it. A big part of this is we all love each other. And we all oh, yeah. believe each other, not only as talent, but as people as well. And uh, to steal the P.J. Fleck reference, we're all rowing the boat in the same direction. But Absolutely. We're, we're excited about this for us. We're really excited about this for the listener as well. We're always going to go above and beyond to give you guys the best content that we can bring you. All of the time, we'll be upfront with everything that we're doing. And yes, to our sponsors, the ones who are already in, thank you very much for your belief in us, for getting in on the ground floor. And for those of you who are interested, hey, reach out. We'd love to have you. We've got a few more already locked in coming on board in the not-too-distant future. But uh, we want this thing to be huge for all of Texas, especially Central Texas, especially the Austin area, but all of Texas. And hey, for Longhorn fans everywhere, we want Texas Sports Unfiltered to be your go-to place to get all of your favorite hosts and all of your favorite content 24-7-365. Loving it, BK. And, and for my folks back in the, the, the Keystone State, don't forget, Penn State. <laughs> that Nittany Lion juice is going to be there this year in the Big Ten. What That's right. That? Yeah, that was the Nittany Lion. BK, you've heard that before. You've heard that sound. I don't think anyone's ever heard that sound before. You've never heard that in your neighborhoods with the Wildcats out there, the Nittany Lion? That group is ready to go. <laughs> if they make that sound, they've got no chance this year. They're going to go 0-12 if that's the sound oh, that they no. play, bringing them out onto the field at Happy Valley this year. My sisters are so embarrassed for me right now, listening and oh. watching this program. Absolutely. But about, good to see those about, guys this morning. Some donations. This is someone in my family coming through with a $20 donation. Very nice. Nice. The there you go. Sports fan. The second super chat from sports fan. No clue who that is. The most generic name of all time. Love it. Coming through with the $5 super chat donation. Hey, if that's another way to support what we're doing here, obviously subscribe, spread the word. That helps a ton. Make sure to support our sponsors. That helps them out, but that also helps us out too. Hey, those super chats, we will never say no to those. We appreciate uh, appreciate those Thank you. very generous donations from uh, from y'all this morning. Oh, man, what a day. And we're not done, by the way, Buck. Like that's, oh, no. We're not stopping with just Chip and Zay, okay? We're not just going to be done at 3 o'clock. We've got more shows coming. We've got more talent coming. And I said it earlier, 
jump on board right now. Don't get left behind. We're, we're turning this thing into Heisenberg. Walter White from Breaking Bad. There you Bad. go. Nothing stops this train. I'm Absolutely. Cook, and I'm cooking up meth also on the side. <laughs> Thank you. Good job. Way to go there. Way to go there, Bobby Huggins. Keep it uh, up with your work. Not doing that. All right. Anything else? we got a couple of minutes left today, Buck. What else is on your mind, man? What else you got I'm, for the people? I'm saying this, and I'm very true. I am praying for Bob Huggins that he gets himself straight. One of the all-time great basketball coaches in college basketball uh, is in, in rehab right now, and I wish him well. I, I, I do. The struggle with the struggle of alcoholism is a, a struggle each and every day. Uh, addiction is a struggle for those out there each and every day. But I wish that guy well. We can make jokes about him. We can talk about the things he's done. He hasn't killed anybody yet driving his car, and I hope he never does. I hope he gets into that rehab and in a couple months comes out of that thing the best Bob Huggins he can be. For some, they'll say they'll never be a best Bob Huggins, but for his family, his wife, his kids, his grandkids, I hope things work out in his favor. But he's going to have to work at it. He looks like a guy that's been pretty deep in it right now, BK. But I hope he gets the kind of help that others don't get an opportunity to get. He has the means to get that help. I hope he takes full advantage of it. Good luck, Coach. Yeah, very well said, Buck. Very well said. I know you'll be there for him if need be, and I know you've been there for so many others who have battled addiction over the years, and uh, your work in that is very, very admirable. All right, uh, a couple of shout-outs. we got to give some love to a few more sponsors before we get out of here today. Woods Comfort Systems. Buck, I'll let you talk about these guys because you've got a Woods Comfort Systems AC unit in your house. You know, they've been doing this for over 60 years, and when it comes to the heat or when it comes to the coal or whether it comes to plumbing, Woods Comfort Center will be there for you. You need to get those guys. And the thing about it is they have, there's maintenance agreements that people will sign. Well, a lot of people won't use the maintenance agreement. They just they wonder, why are you coming out to the house? maintain your system, maintain that air conditioning system. I don't care whether it's three years old, like mine is, or it's 25 years old. Wood Comfort Center and Dave and the, Travis and the whole gang will be there for you. Make sure you get that thing taken care of. This is not the summer of not having your, your air conditioning maintained. And if there's a little problem with it, don't let it become a big problem. And let the folks at Wood's Comfort Center be there for you. They will. They do a fa- fabulous job they have for me. And they'll do the same for you. Yep, absolutely. 512-842-5066. Tell them you heard about it on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Woods Comfort Systems, where comfort is our middle name. And finally, some love to our buddy Brandon Mars over at Top Gun Lawn and Equipment Rentals. Go see them to tackle any job that you may have. They offer an extensive selection of rental equipment for everything. Small home projects, large construction jobs, it doesn't matter. They've got all of the biggest brands and a massive selection of supplies for rentals, and if you want to buy them, you can do that there as well. They are Austin's number one source for all of your rental sales and supplies, and they've been that way since 1996. Two Austin area locations, one in Anderson Square and one on South First, topgun.net. We will shoot you straight. All right, Buck, fun show today. Great job, my friends. Uh, I'll be locked in to you and Trey tomorrow morning, and I look forward to talking to you on Monday. All right, my friend, you be safe out there. Safe on your trips on the way back to Austin, Texas. We can't wait to have you here. Thank you, brother. God bless those driving tomorrow. Watch out for the U-Haul. It could get dangerous. Could get dangerous. Y'all stay safe. Trey and BK from 12 to 1. Hook them.